Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sistrino back here and getting you ready for what we're about to hear today. We have Corinne Kaplan here in the studio for her brutal cast assessment for Survivor Ghost Island. And it is my duty up front to tell you that this podcast is something that may not be suitable for all audiences. It may not be suitable for most audiences. And I implore you, to think twice and even three times about listening to this podcast anywhere where it might be uncomfortable for you to be listening to this with children at work. If you think you may not be ready for it, you're probably not. So that I ask you up front to just think about this decision and then moving forward and listening to this podcast is your tacit approval that you chose to listen to this and that you will not write in to complain that you did not like this because you listened to it. So that's really that we're putting that up front. Feel free. Got plenty of other podcasts. So many things. First one out. So many all of Celebrity Big Brother. Binge all of that. That's all. That's all there for you. Corinne, is there anything you want to add? Uh, no, I agree. Don't complain to me either. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know what you're getting into. All right. And join us. If you're going to skip this one, we'll see you on Wednesday night with Survivor Know-It-Alls after the first episode of Survivor Ghost Island. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sestrino back here. For I don't know how many times before. I know it's the fourth time here in this studio. Someone tweeted at me and said this is number eight. Number eight? That yes. feels low. That feels low to me. Well, you know, I skipped the, the returning seasons. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, this has got to be more than eight. I know that because I asked the guy who the first two binders were bought by the same person, Cameron. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, I was like, what was the first binder you bought to try and like use that to work around to figure it out? The first time we ever did this, it was over the phone and it was crap. Yeah. But I can't remember what season it was. I would say that this is number, I'll say number nine. Nine. Okay. Nine. Nine. Yes. Uh, number nine. Uh, I think that we've done it. We did it for 23, 24, skipped 25 and 26 because you weren't here. Probably mm-hmm. skipped Blood versus Water. And I think we did. No, we did. Blood versus water. We did it with with the for the, the first, Christies are on that one. Well, no, that was the second Blood versus Water. Oh. And then I think we did 28, 29, 30. And then. Uh, uh, 31 was second chances. 32 was co-wrong. So we did one. Then I think yeah, we, that we definitely did. That yeah. was the first binder I sold. And then we did millennials versus Gen X, but not whatever. Who cares? I know. Well, the point is that this Nicole, is. How are, you? are we recording? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now that we've put you to sleep, um, yes. we've done this a lot of times together and we have a ritual. We get, yes. this, I bring the same wine. Cheers, everybody. I show up obnoxiously Salud. early. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cheers. <laughs> yes. Corinne shows up early. Clink, clink. Unlike, unlike any other reality star who shows up like uh, hours after you schedule them. Corinne yeah. is. No, um, that's not unlike my Unlike everybody else. And Forced our kids to go to I don't, bed. Does anyone else bring notes with them? Uh, some people have brought notes before. Not a binder. Okay. Not a three-hole you, punch. I heard you guys had an over-under. Care to... Over-under on... The on number of pages. pages. Number of pages. Yeah. What it, Nicole said that it was low. Under 20. Well, thought. because... Because I told you. She said... You, uh, you said that said, you weren't going to I know. do everybody. So I figured... Yeah, maybe half. <laughs> That's what I say when I go to a party, too. Yeah, yeah I think um, Nicole said about like 21 or 22. I said add five to that and I'll take the over. So there are pages where like there are two people I'm not reviewing. Their pages are still in here. Um, so like there's pages that are, you know, I, I everybody gets if like if you if I'm starting to talk about your video, it gets a new page. So it sounds longer than it is, but it's 40. 40. I no, I was not way off. I was I mean, I could have done the entire binder on Donathan. Yes. Easily. This could just be called Donathan, <laughs> Brutal Cast Assessment Donathan. of Donathan. 
Yes. What am I saying it wrong? No, Rob does. Oh. She said she said Donovan. I did not. Okay. <laughs> I know oh, better. You too. Just screw up his name. <laughs> Play the tape. I knew it was Donathan. Okay. I, I noticed on on Instagram. I, are, are you not watching his Instagram stories because they are you know incredible? What? I try not to dabble too much into the social media of the players because I don't want to get spoiled by anything they're oh, doing. I'll, I see. Because I'll, I'll see. read too much and then, into yeah, yeah, anything yeah, I they get post. That, I get oh, that. they're posting a lot. They must be out. They know early. each other. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or they um, love this oh, person. They're friends. Well, you don't have to worry because Donathan only posts Donathan. Okay, and there good. was a pep like rally, that. and they had made signs, and they called him Don Don. Oh, which is incredible! They have fat heads of him. Wow, I'm so obsessed with that kid. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, Corinne, would you like to? As this was, we're talking about the cast. This is the brutal cast assessment. This is uh, you have really turned this into a event. This is like the Super Bowl of the Survivor preseason. And so, would you like to say anything specifically to the people that are on the cast? Some of them probably. This is the first time they don't really know what this is. They might have heard Corinne is coming, like Omar's coming, and so maybe they're they're (laughs) excited about this. They're like, yay. Yeah, I think, um, well, the interesting thing about this cast, which this is the first time it's ever happened, is so many of them, and I can tell you as we go along, so many of them reached out to me, and we're like, I really hope I make the cut, like, which is adorable, and not at all what I expected. They think they want it. They, they were like, like, haze me, haze, come at me, and so um, you will get what you've asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, it is never meant to be mean, it is meant to be because, and that was the problem, like, there was a few people I would have cut had they not reached out, and then I just, you know. Felt bad. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, it like, I my podcast, ATF, atfixins.com, mm-hmm. Max made me swear I'd remember yes. to say that. Yes. My podcast um, is, it's very near and dear to my heart, and so when somebody references that, yes. then I'm like, well, shit. Sure. But then I also like them a little better, and it makes it harder. So my goal is to never meet or know any of you, roast you, and then maybe change my mind when I meet you. Corinne, and you and Max are celebrating a big milestone yes. this week that you guys got to 100 <laughs> podcast and that is the most adorable thing Aww. I've ever heard 100 podcasts yes oh the podcast is so cute at that age I know what are it you at 10,000 that is such 20, a cute age for uh for a podcast 100 you know we only you know we're, we're not full-timers mm-hmm. we're not like you but uh, I got I got the idea or the start purely from doing this. Mm-hmm. This is the only podcast I ever did before. Yes, and it's what gave me the idea that I might be good with a microphone. Okay, I well, might not be. Yes, <laughs> according um, to most Reddit people, I'm not. Mazel tov to you and Max for 100, 100 podcasts. Thank you. I love and, that you use the mazel. <laughs> I like. I don't know if I'm allowed to. I, I you like are. to. I like to. Everyone thinks you're Jewish. Yeah, that, that, well, that's why I don't know if I'm Which, like uh, infringing. There's in the history of time, a sister Nino has never been Jewish. That's I not think a Jewish just by name. Looking yeah, at him, yeah, no, I get oh, that. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> Especially, uh, yeah. And, oh, oh, you're from Long Island? Okay, no. Um, so, Corinne, all right. Yes. So, uh, the, you, so they, sh- the new players should listen. You're not telling them to tune oh, out. Oh, I anything. think you, if you're if you're a sensitive little mm-hmm. snowflake, then probably don't. But you know what you're getting involved with here. Yeah. Um, I don't know any of you, so all of the speculation and all the things I say is purely meant for humor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually don't worry about the cast at all. Who do you worry about? I worry about the. 
idiots who listen to your disclaimer and then listen anyway and then <laughs> to be fair spin to out. be fair we uh, got very uh, th- that last season uh, we barely got uh, any you know I think having it this close to the start of the season is good because I think that then there's more cure you know people are like oh why why I gotta hear what she's saying and then they listen and then they get mad and so this it's this so close to, to this, this close to the survivor season only people who really want it I think uh, you know find mm-hmm. time to squeeze it in yeah okay well then that's perfect okay. because I it takes me in case you don't know my process, you I will remind everyone. Hard. It takes me close to 40 hours, probably maybe more to mm. do it. I have to go through it. I go through it constantly over and over. I do it with my brother. I do it with my best friend, Matt Donnelly. Like I go over it a million times until I can like feel like the jokes work. Mm-hmm. Um, I try very hard to straddle a line between not being, you know, it's meant to be a roast, but it's not meant to be like specifically like below the belt. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um but in any case, I type all the notes out. They're color coded. I do sell the binder at the end. Oh, God. Nicole, come on. <laughs> Nicole has already, she already got hit the in the microphone. face with a mic stand. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I think the gravity is not your friend, by the way. You have that microphone. Like, Corinne, you continue. Let is me it upside down? Let me, let, 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 yes, it is upside down. Oh, my God. It's like you don't live <laughs> here and record in this studio all the time. Yes. Let me. Okay. Corinne, you, you continue. I bet you she's not allowed to hold the mic like I am. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not allowed to touch it. Yeah. I'm just watching this go down. Um, I listened to you guys so that I would make sure and not have repeat jokes from what you guys used. And um, it took me an hour and 15 minutes to figure out what a fucking wand off was. And now do you regret it? I haven't listened to a yes, wand off, yes. but I was explained the situation and I didn't think it seemed like something that was up my alley. So if you ever need the answer to the question for me, that's a hard no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hard no. pass on the wand off. Got I don't that. think we needed you to even answer that. Yeah, we kind of, we, we assume that. But first I was like, are they seriously not going to explain what this fucking thing is? <laughs> I just kept listening. Like, no way are they going to go through this whole podcast and act like everyone knows what this is. Yeah. So your cult is strong. <laughs> what the wand? Lots of people enjoy the wand off. It was very no, people knew. I'm assuming you didn't explain it because everyone listening I knows. Mean, yeah, I mean everybody that's listening to the podcast knows the things that go on on the podcast. Sorry, what if you're a new listener? What if today was your first day? <laughs> okay, well then there will be no wand off on I, this. I'm for sure you new that people. you have things on your podcast and new listeners is going to pick up on the first time they listen. You ask the same thing to 20 different <laughs> and never thought. We, you were different. the only person that we got a tweet from. No, hey, what T-Bird is T-Bird was like, thank you. I had no idea what that was. <laughs> yeah, well. T-Bird's my biggest fan and I have no idea why and I love it. Yes, she's very supportive. Yes, she is. So I figure we'll open with... Um, Actually, can I real, oh, real quick real quick before we I jump into this? I forgot this isn't my podcast. Let me just also uh, throw out there that uh, Run It Up Reno, we are going to be there March 28th. Myself, Adam Klein, Tyson, who knows who else? Corinne even said, hey, you let me know early enough. I'll get out to Reno one of these times. Uh, we're going to be at the Peppermill Resort watching Survivor that night. Live podcast to follow. Plus, uh, we'll be at the Edge nightclub. Uh, there is absolutely no charge. All courtesy of Jason Somerville. Run it up, Reno. Do you ever play poker? Do you ever, Are you a, a card player? I'm Jewish. Yes. We don't gamble. Oh, God. That's no. it. I have definitely watched other people gamble. Yes. I like to drink. I like the atmosphere. Yes. I even like scantily clad ladies walking around. I think it builds good <laughs> ambiance. Yes. All right. Um, but no. Well, uh, for more information, go to runitupreno.com. Again, uh, live uh, watch Survivor. We'll have live podcasts to follow, all free of charge. Just coming out to the Peppermill Resort in Reno on March 28th, runitupreno.com. Also, uh, great room specials as well. I will say that I was in Reno last week. Yes. And um, that sounds a lot more fun than where I was hanging out. So <laughs> yeah. I'm actually bummed. I wish I would have coordinated. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. well listen, that uh, they do one of these like every six months. It's a great time. Okay. 
Well, let's coordinate my next trip out yeah. there. And so, yeah, and just also real quick. So you are moving. Uh, yes. Is this the potentially the last time we're doing this in person? Well, so I'll be in LA a week a month, okay. and I, you know, I don't mess with over the phone. Tradition. I re- okay. really, yeah. I mean, I went to Trader Joe's and they no longer carry La Crema. And then I took my happy ass over to Ralph's because I was not going to show up with something else. You're a creature of habit. You want yeah. things exactly I'm very the superstitious. same way. Okay. Yeah. And I really like being in person. Yes. Um, but we'll see. You know, uh, one of the cool things of all the cast members that hit me up, one of them is Kellen, the one that this one couldn't remember was on. Ke- you mean Kelly? <laughs> Kelly with an N. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kellen is she just moved to Denver uh, post her divorce. Which I love, you know, I love a newly divorced Divorce, woman. Yeah, divorce. And um, she was like, "Let's uh, let's conquer this town together." I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. She's and she, such a surprise. I'm going to see her. I'm going to meet her for the first time this Wednesday at the party that you said was too far. She's hosting it with my obviously. I don't. It's not a spoiler alert. The the 19 year old. Well, he was 18 when he is filmed. he even allowed to go to the party? That kid is every time I was at all star events. He was at competing all. He was at Michael Jordan's party. Like. He's really uh, who regular are we talking about? or B. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> regular Michael okay. Jordan. Okay. <laughs> no, Michael B. Jordan is actually was vacation with a bunch of my friends in Hawaii. That last was a weekend. fair question. <laughs> that was fair. Yeah. It took me a second because I was like, I thought you meant the Michael, the cast member. <laughs> yeah. I was too many Michaels involved in the story. Okay. Oh, so we we're not talking about the cast member. So Michael Jordan is not on this season. He wasn't in your hat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you are talking about that that the eighteen year old Michael, Michael okay, okay. was at the party of Correct. Michael Jordan. That's who we're the talking about. Player, okay. Right. Yeah. So like Jordan, I get easily confused. I was at a Dwayne Wade event. He's like, "Where are you?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm at this." And he goes, "Oh, I'm at Michael Jordan's." And I was like, "Who's checking IDs at these things? <laughs> what are you doing?" I don't know. But yeah, so he's going to be hosting with Brad and Kellen, and a bunch of their other cast members are coming. So it'll be cool. I'll meet them, and I hope they don't hate me after this comes out. Okay. All right. right. So I first want to notate that, um, you know, the reason I decided to cut people out, I went into this thinking last season was extremely difficult. Like people gave me very little to work with. And I I, it takes me so much more time to come up with something. I will. But it takes me a really long time. Like if you give me one word answers or one sentence, it's hard. Mm -hmm. And so I decided, fuck that. Like I've got a lot going on um, this year. If your bio sucked. You don't get reviewed. And I kind of thought people would be excited to not be reviewed. And there are only, this is the worst part. It ended up being so mean because there were only two people that I cut. And so now instead of it being like, oh, I only did 10 of 20. No, I did 18. <laughs> you must really suck. So it's so mean. But um, we'll we'll get to those. And as we do, I'll tell you why I cut them and stuff like that. But um, so you're going to get, some people have shorter, just shorter situations happening because their bios weren't that great. Um, but something that I will point out, these are some general notes. I like to open with like, what did everyone just fuck up universally? Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Everybody. And this goes for a lot of seasons besides this one. But this one was really heavy on this. Everybody wants a family picture or a notebook. Yeah. Everybody. And I don't, the amount of scratch pads, notepads, diaries, journals, journals. It's like they're working for the paper lobby. Like I have no idea. Do you not understand the concept of rain? And it's, it's a constant. You'll see that there's, I mean, probably 80% of It's not a real list. They're not really giving you these things. But how uncreative. You couldn't think of anything else that you would, and you're asking to document something that is fucking documented. Yeah. (laughs) That's the most bizarre part of it. Um, They all. Everybody. And this was so bizarre to the point where I like I had to call Max and I was like, why would this be? Everyone wants to play like Michaela. This is a girl who who didn't even make the jury her first season, mm-hmm. who had a shit edit her second season, who is now selling vacation packages in a multi-level marketing scheme current day. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to be like Michaela? And so many of them. She's the new poverty. 
Yeah, you know, going into Survivor HHH, I would have said, well, they didn't really get to see all of the second season that she played because they left around the time that Game Changers was still going on. Her but first guys, season wasn't that notable. But these guys got the, they watched the whole Game Changers. I think they got down to okay, they, they they watched they watched the whole thing. So and uh, it's it, the, and it's like guys that identified like everybody picked Michaela. Like Michaela. Well, Max's theory is that they're actually a bunch of recruits, and the only season they saw. Happened to be the two that she was on, or you know, it has something yeah, to do like, with. Oh, they brought her back, so she must she be doing yeah. something right. Either that, or casting was like, you know, that's just, possible. Just say you were Michaela. Yeah, we need you to be more like Michaela. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Um, everyone grew up with like eight siblings or more, and everyone grew up below the poverty line. Mm-hmm. That's a really common theme here, and everyone's congr- congratulating their parents on this, which yes. is not an achievement. <laughs> um, many people want candy instead of actual food, which I thought was a strange request. It's very. Mm-hmm. Pawnee. Are you a Parks and Rec fan? Yes. It's very sweetums. Like, uh, uh, instead of eating, you could have asked for, you know, a Kobe steak, but you're like, I would like gummy bears. Mm-hmm. Four people used ambitious to describe themselves and three used adventurous. I just can't. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's just have a little bit of ingenuity here. Um, and then my favorite. No one understands the definition of a pet peeve. Yes. Like 90% of them list complaining as a peeve. That's not that you didn't understand the assignment. And then my favorite is two people listed racism. Also, would not be considered a pet peeve. That's like saying terrorism. Yeah, well, that's is a one pet of my peeve. pet peeves. <laughs> I mean, you should just not like racism. That's yeah. that's like understandable. It's more than a pet peeve. That's not. Yeah, that's not what a peeve is. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty sure Chris thinks it's an actual pet. <laughs> we'll get to him. Um, the other thing is this year I did not do tabs. You'll notice. Yes. And the why? reason is because I feel like one of the things I strive for in in ATF and in like whenever I'm trying to do these things is accessibility so that like for example we split up our episodes so one is actually me talking about my life the other is voicemail so if you don't like voicemails you know how to skip it which is something you do really well okay so when I do the cast assessment you really it's kind of hard to follow along it is alphabetical if you're only if you are Chris Noble and we know he's just trying to listen to himself skip till you hear when I get to the ends like it's really easy alphabetical by totally alphabetical that's right okay so Given that, we're going to start. You got that, Nicole? Now it's going to make me think. <laughs> well, what do you have to Get think? out of your head. I'm the one that has to do all the work here. She's got them in order. You don't have to alphabetize them. No, but you, you, and it goes, it's in order on the CBS website. So if you're calling up pictures, it'll make it easy for you to. Okay. All right. Yeah. And we have to bring up the picture so Nicole knows who is on the season and who's yep, not. Yep. It's right in order. Okay. Because so I'm we're gonna be going to be simple. Yeah. I know she thought you were like he's a carpenter from <laughs> yes Timmy I, and I was about North to Kat say Laka. wow they really need a carpenter <laughs> Timmy would be good I honestly my heart dropped because I, I I was like did I did I make a mistake yeah I thought I really <laughs> effed this thing up <laughs> yeah no what was so great was that then Nicole was like no 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 you're not gonna trick me yeah. okay she really then, leans into the punch and then we started getting to real people and she's like oh okay there's no Bradley yeah. nice try and she's so confident yeah good work a-hole okay <laughs> Kelly Kelly there's no Kelly I really stand by my decision I know you Sebastian <laughs> like uh, why why'd you put all fake names in here yeah, it was it was pretty fun because normally, you know, as an outsider, you'd be like, ah, oh, it's probably a bit. A bit, no. I no. knew that was authentic as fuck. <laughs> well played, kids. Yes. All right, we're opening with your winner pick. Ooh la la. And I have a question for you since you have a child with this name. Yes. I think his spelling of his name, and this is a consistency as well throughout, is strange. It's spelled Doomy Nick. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Why? Is that how you spell your son's name? No, no, no. I have a pet peeve. 
<laughs> do, do me Nick is actually Nick Majorano's handle on Adult Friend Finder. <laughs> wow. Did you know that? Did you just come up with that? Look at you. You're on and we are five minutes in. Oh, you just the wine. Yeah. Well, so do me Nick. Um, so we have his hometown. Uh, now, do you know where this is in New York? Wisconsin? Uh, I, I, we it's out it east, is. right? Yeah. Uh, I, I decided could, I couldn't find it on a map. He's a construction Suffolk worker, County, I and think. I've decided it's no consent, New York. Um, <laughs> but how is it pronounced? Wisconsin. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. His... It's not like a French pronunciation, Wisconsin. <laughs> or we can just pretend that we're fancy on Long Island. We're not. We're not. Uh, his hobbies are CrossFit, poker, and skiing, which is much more interesting when Dan, Dan Bilzerian does it. But sure. Mm-hmm. Um, his peeves: judge, judgmental people who are convinced they are better than me. Why do I get the feeling he's referring to the woman he catcalls from his construction scaffolding? <laughs> he's a construction worker. Well, he says supervisor. What does that mean? He points. <laughs> what do, do you know? Well, I, I'm looking at you like you're from New York. You should know this. Yeah, you're Italian know. from New York. My brother know. used to be a supervisor. Boss. Yeah. They don't, okay. they don't do much. Okay. Now, I have a reference in here that I, I have like bet someone that you will get, but none of your listeners will. But okay. I'm going to say it anyway, and okay. I don't care if it's not funny. Yes. I. He reminds me of... Cher's bagel boy. Do you remember when Cher dated a bagel boy from New York? <laughs> I vaguely and he was like, remember. Just like, they were like, what are you doing? And he was like 20 years this younger. This lost on me. I'm sorry. Uh, I vaguely sorry. so much like him. Okay. Well, that's why for three words, I said it should have been side of locks. Mm-hmm. Let's Google Cher's bagel boy. It'll come right up. I mean, do you want me to? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was All saying right. it for your listeners, but you can Google it too. He, he was like, and they still, they dated for like six years. How are you? Where are my gays? There's got to be some gays in the audience that know this. This was like a bizarre thing. Cher went to like a store to buy a bagel and then was like, I'm going to date this guy. Yeah, I guess he looks like a young Sly Stallone. Mm, I feel like he looks like Dominic. He looks like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, there you go. Oh, I was like, are you about to play Cher? I don't think you have the right to No, (laughs) no, I was not. Um, Okay, his claim to fame. He says, my greatest personal accomplishment came when my first daughter was born in 2008, how does your second daughter feel about that? <laughs> that second accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. Before her birth, I was overweight, smoked cigarettes, dabbled quite a bit at the craps table and would most likely be sitting down at the poker table on any given day. So I would have actually liked the 2008 version of <laughs> Dominic. Um, what is your inspiration? He says, my father, he raised nine kids. Here's that theme. I'm going to show you. It goes throughout this. On a construction salary. He taught his boys to be men and his daughters to be ladies. So he taught his kids how to be their gender. <laughs> Impressive. Uh, your father had to be good at construction, seeing as how he was constantly putting together bunk beds. <laughs> yeah. Or an um, extension on the house. Yeah. I mean, who has nine kids on on nothing? Not mm-hmm. us. Not mm-hmm. us. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, I loved this. It's so bizarre. Three things. He s- says he'd like an antihistamine, which I will spike in somebody's drinking water if they are relentlessly annoying me on the island. Settle down, Cosby. Yeah. (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) That is a bizarre thing to say. I can't believe they would even like print that, right? Well, not to mention antihistamine. What he was looking for there was eye drops, which is what they do in wedding crashers. Antihistamine is not going to do anything. It's going to make him drowsy. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like a Benadryl. Maybe they felt like, "Eh, eh, that's like, that's harmless. I would love a Benadryl. Right now? Uh, anytime. (laughs) Corinne would murder you if you fell asleep. read Angela's bio and you won't need one. (laughs) Guess who's getting cut? 
Angela. Wow. Um, okay. Which contestant are you most like? Cochran, he wins in the emotional intelligence category. It allows him to morph into whatever he needs. That's to really the, the way that people uh, can endear themselves to you in these bios, too, right? Compare yeah, themselves to Cochran. Yes, yes. Which is why I say to you, if that's true, Cochran should morph into anyone other than Cochran. <laughs> um, his reason for being on Survivor, he says it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to take a forced break from real life. I said, you mean the real life where you, by day, play with bulldozers and by night hit up Atlantic City? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you really need a break. <laughs> um, why do you think you'll survive? He says, I grew up in a house with eight siblings. Lack of food, clothes, and showers are something I'm accustomed to. Um, care to change your opinion of your dad and his career choice now? <laughs> it doesn't sound like you had a great upbringing. And then there's the video. And that's where yeah. we really learn about them. No, there was so much stuff from the preseason. Did you watch everybody's everything or did you stick to just no, that's the a good CBS? Point. I don't have time for that shit. I, yeah. You get you put bio. 40 hours in. What are you talking about? You but don't have time. I, I, only, I can only do this. If I start incorporating other things, it becomes unfair. So you only stick you, to right. like if somebody told Gordon Holmes. I don't care. I don't know. Like a hilarious diarrhea know. story. <laughs> you're not interested. Uh-uh. You get. Didn't happen. You get just this moment in time. You get no, no first one video. out, no Dalton nothing. Ross, no E.T. Canada. No wiggle room, no is Andrea. that something? Yeah, that's something. <laughs> no, none of that. Okay. No. Unfortunately, I met two of the cast members prior to, which we'll get to. Um, well, fortunately, I met the <laughs> cute young one. That was not unfortunate. Um, but it is not my intent to ever meet them before this. It fucks with me. Um, okay, so for his video, he floats the idea of stealing a parchment at Tribal, which he claims is a no-brainer. A newsflash Winona Ryder. Production is not keen on you taking <laughs> I knew something. It was Winona Ryder. And uh, he notes himself as being one of his adjectives he uses to describe himself as calculating. Um, you haven't calculated what to do with the fucking paper. You can make origami. <laughs> what happens then? <laughs> and then I am, I got to tell you, quite nervous for the 70 pound weight loss when he removes his shirt. Right? We're going to get some fucking stretch marks. It's going to be bad. So I don't know what kind of war zone he's dealing with. Do uh, you think he's tatted up? Maybe. Maybe. He t- maybe. I don't know. Am I the only one speculating? 70 pound weight loss is a lot. That's a lot of weight. It is a lot of weight. It's a lot. Yeah. It's going to look pretty bad under the shirt. Okay. We are moving on. Yes. Desiree. Okay. Afuye. Yes. What? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nicole is, uh, oh, she is, needs the is, is signaling to us. like Because she you, couldn't what, figure out that was like, the African one. What are you guys one? doing? Uh, oh, the bathing suit. Yeah, she's got yes. a bathing suit. Okay. She's got the nicest real tits I've seen in a minute. Okay. She, she does. Big old sloppies. Yeah. Okay. Here's uh, Desiree. Yeah, she's very pretty. She's very pretty. And that concludes the nice part of the assessment. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. She's from Newark. Ah, majestic Newark. Yes. Um, her hobbies include traveling and debating. And I said, please tell me she's referring to debating strangers on the New Jersey path train. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like she's in the debate club in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, her peeve is complaining. She's one of those. Um, three words. She says, unbreakable, driven, and real. And it just sounds like you recently binged on Kimmy Schmidt. Um, personal claim to fame. And this was interesting. Getting a place and back on my feet after being homeless. Yeah. Interesting twist because most people become homeless after the show. <laughs> That's true. That is true. It's happened. Yep. Freshman year, when school ended, I didn't have anywhere to go. My parents were in Nigeria and both my brothers were in the U.S. but could not help. This resulted in me being homeless for one to two months. Where did it get vague, Desiree? This isn't a sofa delivery window. How did you lose track of how long you were homeless for? <laughs> I thought that was odd. Yeah, I didn't want to think about it. Six to eight weeks. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, 
what is your inspiration in life? She says Beyonce. She works hard, is constantly topping herself. She had Adele and Kanye on stage defending her when she didn't win an award. Who else can do that? One notable person you left out on this list is Solange, who defended her in an elevator when she found out Jay-Z cheated. Mm. Your inspiration then took his ass back. <laughs> Not very inspiring. Are, are we allowed to speak ill of Beyonce on the podcast? I don't think so. I think that's oh. against the rules. I can, and I'm... I'm I'm I I can do no wrong, but I feel like the gays might turn on me for this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan. She's fine. I mean, she's fierce. I've actually met her a few times. Mm-hmm. I will say, yes. very nice. I heard yes. she's very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I heard um, she's the nicest. Is she my inspiration in life? No, mm. she is not. Who is? <sighs> That's a good question. Um, Cher. I do love Cher. I went as her for Halloween. I remember. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went to Cher. her concert, but I don't think she's my inspiration. I don't know. Hmm. I wonder what I wrote in my bio. I'm probably I probably didn't pick anyone. I was going to make somebody up if I had one. Oh, that's so smart. <laughs> oh, God. Wait till we get one of my favorite ones. She, mm, she cites some geriatric person and it's not a grandfather or anything. It's really good. Okay. So this is interesting. Her three things. She opens with she'd like a picture of a skeleton in a grave to constantly remind me things could be worse. Why stop there? Perhaps you'd like the crime scene photos from James from Jonestown. <laughs> Were you homeless next to a Halloween store? Um, she obviously wants a photo book of her family. Not that they allowed her to not be homeless she says because i will always love them and they forever motivate me they just don't house you (laughs) and finally text message threads between me and my best friend we have the funniest conversations do you mean the text thread where you ask to stay on her couch and she responds with a meme (laughs) (laughs) uh going back to corinne's inspiration in life oh you have it yes i'm so curious i have no idea corinne says uh this implies i want to quote unquote be like somebody else i don't Though I do have role models like my parents. My father taught oh, me life is fair. And you have to work hard for what you want. My mother taught me that the alternative is you can marry the guy who does all that. Both lessons are equally important to me. Hey, that's a pretty good answer, dude. Yes. I I earned my right to do this. I don't even remember that. But I earned my right to roast people's bias. Do you remember your pet peeves, Corinne? No. Don't tell me I said like handicapped people. No. You, you said, <laughs> yes. Handicapped people was number one. You God, said, with their the wheels and the ramps. You said so-called actors living in Hollywood, reality show losers, and anyone who uses the door open button in an elevator. That was like Solange, right? She did yeah. that. She, no, she pushed door closed door and then closed. Had Yeah, and held it. Yeah. Held the and emergency then the button. emergency stop. <laughs> I like my answers. I'm partial to myself. I'm as narcissistic as Chris Noble. Um, (laughs) Her survivor contestant, Michaela. Um, Reason for being on, she says, the million dollars would change my life drastically. I would have a story for the books and a bookshelf and a place to put both. Mm -hmm. The girl that went from village to Versailles. I prefer an erotic journey from Milan to Mint. Yes, yes, that would be much better. (laughs) And then she says, I want to show myself and others that regardless of what you've been through, it was being homeless for me, you can succeed. Being homeless without an addiction problem or mental illness is just called being Joe Anglum. (laughs) (laughs) That kid is definitely homeless. (laughs) Um, Love you, Joe. Do you think you'll survive Survivor? I currently live in a house of eight girls. Pretty sure that number of unrelated women living together is considered a brothel. Uh, I know how to deal with seven different versions of crazy and different personalities. I wonder if Dominic can build some bunk beds for you. Oh. I'm constantly settling issues in the house and running the house meetings. Not only does this make me sociable, it makes me likable. 
if I lived in a house and someone insisted on having fucking meetings, I would not like them at all. That's what I was just thinking. Like, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. She's like, this meeting will come to order. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. Oh, Elizabeth's no. like, oh, this again. Yeah. I mean, is this a, some reality show? What is this? Eight women with house meetings? I, it's, it's poverty. I don't know. I could you live? You, unless you, no, no. You wouldn't think poverty is that well organized. <laughs> you think they have no, like, they, like they regular meetings? Yeah, they, it might be the kind of thing of like. You can run the dishwasher one time this week. <laughs> like, you know, you have to reuse your cup. Maybe it's that kind of meeting. Um, I have good ex- experience in sports and I work out at my college gym, mm-hmm. also known as where you shower. <laughs> Could be. Um, and let's Could go be to a long line with seven roommates. Yeah. I mean, they don't have seven bathrooms. What do you what's what's the over under on bathrooms? Is it a college? Is it like, no, <laughs> no, bitch. This is where she lives. She has gotten some sort of house in right. gorgeous Newark. Yeah. It doesn't sound favorable. Yeah, that bathroom has got to be dis- disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. Disgusting. There's got to be hair everywhere. I mean, girls are better than boys, but that's too many. It's too many gerbils in one cage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's disgusting. I don't like it. The other thing about her that I thought was weird. So this is like some wizardry in the cast. So Michael clearly looks 25 or older. And then there's Desiree, who's 21, who could be 41. Mm-hmm. She's like a pound puppy. You know how you get them and you don't know how old they are. That's the feeling. I, <laughs> I don't quite know. I was like three when I got one. The, like you mean like, like the no, stuffed a puppy, animal no, or the I literal mean, when you go to the dog. pound and oh, they're yeah. like I mean, like a, the literal pound no, puppies. <laughs> I know what those are, but no, I mean like when you go get a dog from the pound, they're like. We think it's three yeah. or four. Okay. Yeah. So you feel like that in the time that she didn't remember how long she was homeless, it might have been it might have been years. She might have actually she thinks she's twenty one, she might be twenty three, twenty four. I'd like no, to see a birth certificate. She's like a young, old looking woman, right? Well she, I don't know. Not the she's, years, it's the mileage. No, it's no, just no, not no. saying it like that. I actually I think she's gorgeous. Yeah. I don't think she looks like I'm not saying she looks like a used catcher mitt. I think right. she looks beautiful. But there's something about her man. She could go either way. Uh, if you said she was forty one and had five kids, I'd be like, This mm-hmm. looks good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like I wouldn't question it. And even twenty one, yeah, yeah. She looks good. So doesn't look like a kid. Yeah, I don't think she. No, no, no. I mean, you put her next to like think of Will Wall or mm-hmm. you know think of like young people that play the game. Like she just doesn't look like them. Mm-hmm. Neither does Michael. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, shall we move on to Kelly N? Okay, let's talk about Kelly N. Now she's your winner pick. I did pick her as my winner. Yes. Kellen Hence the term Bechtold. winner pick. I hope she wins because I'm going to be hanging out with her yeah. in Denver and I could use a bitch with uh, some cachet. Yes. Um, I thought it was pronounced Betchtold and I said when she learns about someone's advantage, it's going to be Betchtold everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Occupation is career counselor and is there a more perfect job title for someone stranded with a bunch of unemployed millennials? <laughs> really? Like she's got her work cut out for her. Um, her hobbies, she says, I love meeting new people, yoga, meditation, and gambling. Whoa. Right. I said the first three you're just doing for the gram. The third you do on a gram. <laughs> <laughs> Kellen uh, looks like she could party. No? You think so? Uh, she's like the sweet and innocent one that goes like crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She got divorced and now she's. Yeah, she's the one that after she's living her life. six she went months with Corinne is like all cracked out. Like <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle the life. <laughs> we could spend all that million, Kellen. Um, she says her peeve is the unwillingness to try and walk in other people's shoes and being interrupted by a man. Does she live with Kanye? And you could walk in Desiree's shoes, but they are held together by a rubber band. (laughs) I'm not going to let up on Desiree. She's one of my favorites this season. Um, Three words. She says empathetic, effervescent, and excitable. Was she aware they didn't have to start with an E? Yeah. 
Her claim to fame, ever-evolving career from being a waitress in Indiana, working at a plant nursery in Florida, to a receptionist at a crematory. Perhaps she has some pictures for Desiree. (laughs) (laughs) And eventually working in career services and business consulting. Ever-evolving career? Do you also count Girl Scout cookie sales on this impressive LinkedIn of yours? I feel like her face, like her picture, could be like on a box of Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny when I was doing this with my gay best friend, Matt, um, we were going, we got, we, he wanted to remember who she was and he goes, he just kept going like this, the one with the teeth, the teeth. And I was like, the teeth, who's the teeth? And it turned out it was her. She has gorgeous, big pearly whites, but they're, they're big. They're there. I thought he was talking Donovan, who's got a different situation happening, but no, it was Kellen. She's got gorgeous teeth. Inspiration, she says, my dad is one of the hardest working people I know. My mom tutors incarcerated women, volunteers on election day, and contributes to our local community in a loving, selfless way. Well, it sounds like your dad has to work, so your mom can do a bunch of shit that doesn't pay the bills. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Three things. Here's the person, one of the many people that cited candy. A bag of Skittles. I'm addicted to candy, and one Skittle a day would keep me going through starvation. Okay, Karen Carpenter. Yeah, that speaks to one. these candy people that, like, once they, uh, you know, get to a real party, then, uh, you know, <laughs> like, if they can't handle Skittles. <laughs> yeah. Um, not a good omen. Why do you think you'll survive Survivor? She says, I'll survive because of my innate ability to make people feel comfortable, except if they're a male interrupting you. Well, who um, likes that? I think I am just sweet and sour enough to come out on top. Does this bitch moonlight at the Haribo factory? What is with her and candy? And then you touched on this, her video. Okay. 20 seconds in, she says, I just finished two master's degrees, got married and divorced as though she bought and sold a house. Like it was so casual. I fucking lived for it. That's when I knew I was going to like her, regardless of the fact that now I'm going to get to hang out with her. I really, uh, I was, I was sold on her. There was some kind of silk. Can you put her picture up, please? God. It's like I have to do two jobs. I need where can you see what she's wearing? Because this is she has like a scarf. No, no, no. That was actually no. It's a scarf, but it is a complicated polka dot striped thing. Um, And I said she's wearing that over a mock turtleneck tank top that I literally could not tell you where to buy other than off Aubrey Brocco. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She says, I think I can build relationships really well. Not according to your ex husband. <laughs> and the B roll, she does this thing where it looks like the producer has said to her, Is that your favorite scarf, Kellen? Show me. She takes <laughs> yes, it and she waves it. Her. And yes, yes. It is the most ridiculous. I mean, B roll is always funny because these people obviously are not camera trained at all and they don't know what they're doing and they'll say yes to anything, but she's particularly awkward in this one. Now we get to another favorite of mine, Miss Jenna Bowman. The arms dealer. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you call her Um, arms dealer? (laughs) Why do you think? (laughs) Excuse me. Have you not been in on the cast photo where she has the... My whole entire bio is about her arm. No. All right. So what are we looking at? Are you kidding? The cast photo where they did a silly one? Yeah. Well, you are always in on the the sort of like perspective of who got photoshopped. Like John... You have to be like blind to have not noticed this. Call up the photo right now. Okay. So we're just looking at the Ghost Island cast photo. The silly one. You know, where they're like, guys, let's do a fun one. <laughs> yes. Okay. Everybody get crazy. There you go. First right. one. Please so, look at her arm. See if we okay, can. that's that is not normal <laughs> at all. Yeah. Where, where is she? She's all the way on the, uh, the end above Jacob. Look at her yeah, fucking arm. Look at the yeah. size of her arm compared to who is that at the end? They're like the same height, yeah. yet her arm is like it's ridiculous. 10 feet long. I said, are you popular because you can hug the entire cast at once? 
That's really, they really fucked her. Producers decided she's the one they're fucking with, right? That's not natural. Yeah. Um, I didn't see this picture. Yeah, well, allow me. <laughs> yeah, make it big so she can really get the full effect here. Whoa. Ugh, this website's the worst. Look at that arm. Look. Can we zoom oh, like, in? Corinne but even, even the one who's in the center. <laughs> who's in the center, too? That's a long arm yes, also. Yes, because Seb is a tall human. Yeah. Like, he's a big person. So do you think that this was like a fisheye lens, maybe? I think they fucked her. I don't know. I mean, they added like an entire extra bone. I mean, why was there a cast member that, that was like an if alternate that, that they if got? If that rid of? was really her arm, it would drag on the floor. Look at the ratio <laughs> of how tall she is and how long that arm is. It must be the lens. It must be the lens. Okay. It's like a leg. But uh, for my purposes, you know, I only do <laughs> photo and bio. So, um, she says that she her hobby. I can't not look at this I, now. I can't believe I'm the first person to talk about this. Jesus, I feel bad because now I'm thinking that the 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 listeners don't know this. So do yourself a favor. I, give you a minute I, you to know look what? this up. I, I, I'm sure I I've seen like uh, some like I, I've seen some talk about an arm, but I just never was interested okay. enough to pursue it. Well, I was. Um, her hobby includes volunteering for the nonprofit Wish Upon a Teen. I hear Scoopin is on the board there. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, traveling and being outdoors. Well, you and Desiree will get along. She's exclusively outdoors. Um, and what the fuck is make a wish upon a teen? Is it make or wish upon a team? Is it make a wish, but they lived? Um, and volunteering and nonprofit are redundant, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Peeves, she says people who move too slow to accomplish something. You said, well, to be fair, the teens do have muscular dystrophy. <laughs> That's gonna have to get cut. Uh, she obviously uses adventurous to describe herself. Uh, personal claim to fame: I feel the most fulfilled when I can make someone's day or even make them smile. Well, your arm in the cast photo has definitely accomplished that. <laughs> yes, I think it's important to make a difference in a total stranger's life. Pay it forward, people. Even the smallest gesture can make a large impact. Well, you live in Venice, so if you're looking for some homeless to help out there, may I suggest Philip Shepard or Maddie from my first season? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who's her inspiration? <laughs> oh, they're definitely. Oh my god, have you heard the latest on Philip? <laughs> I have not. He oh. has his own podcast now, right? Oh my god, what? no, yeah. he does not. Do I, not I, start the news. Okay, maybe I made it up. I don't Definitely. know. <laughs> I would be the first person on top of that. That's yeah, all I, I, I feel like, like we would, he might have. I feel like we would hear that. If I, that, if I that think was I heard Nicole. something. He does not. News. I don't know what you're playing. <laughs> yeah, none of us can hear it. <laughs> Um, people at home cut no but uh he is working in the men's department of nordstrom oh at the santa monica mall doing what he would you like a, to look is at he like, oh, like sales? he has a great fashion sense if you ever see pictures of him he always looks very dapper he wears a feather earring i don't know yeah. which version of philip shepherd on survivor about. but in real life i find that he's he, he wears always a feather nice. earring let me confirm oh, well, in real life Corinne, i don't know what you're talking about well in any case it turns out that he's really just there to sell his book so when you walk oh. in we sent an undercover intern in and as soon as she got in there she's very pretty he was like Oh, hello, ma'am. You yes. are you a celebrity? And she's like, he goes, you sing. You're a singer, right? And she's like, no. And he goes, well, I was. <laughs> yes. Oh God, it is precisely. If I you... don't know what you're talking about, Corinne. I always find Philip very entertaining, and uh, oh, he's entertaining, all right. Yes, but we cover we cover a lot of uh, we we do this kind of thing where we yes, you, you see, know, you you guys are fixins. Like, yes, yes. Dot com. That uh, <laughs> you guys go like uh, undercover and are like. Uh, uh, exchange, yeah. like uh, oh, expose. We just sent somebody to the Republican meeting that Anna did. Yes. She, yeah. Oh, get out. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you, was well, like, you get audio, right? <laughs> yeah, we sent one of our interns. He's great. I, I saw. I saw one day that you were uh, like antagonizing the alt right, and then they were all like uh, everybody mm-hmm. was coming after you on Twitter. I I was like, Karu, what are you evil Knievel? What are you doing? <laughs> You know, after my first season, someone set up a website where you could find me and punch me in the face. They'd give you five grand. And ever since then, I've just been like, ah, fuck it. If no one punched <laughs> me then, and there's no money at stake now. Yeah. I think I can live this. All right. Where are we? So her inspiration, she said, and I, you picked up on this. She's so fucking painful. I'd say my daily hopes and dreams are inspired by all the unique creatures, cultures, and nature that surrounds us on this planet. I'm sorry. I fell asleep. You know what I wouldn't wish upon a teen? Jenna fucking Bowman. <laughs> Three things. She says, first, lemons to flavor my water or food and bleach my hair. Well, when life gives you lemons, vote off Jenna Bowman. <laughs> Second would be Mentos gum to chew. As opposed to Mentos gum to use as a suppository? Yes. Why did you have to clarify that? And of course, she needs a pen and paper. I think she's first out. You think so? I do. Wow. She does not come off very well. <laughs> and then her reason for being on, she says, life is too short to not say yes. Unlike Another- your arm. Yeah, yes, that's very good. Another Jenna also had this motto. Her last name was Jameson. You get it? Life okay. is too short to not say yes. Okay. Okay. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, that I, uh, you, you were scared. I was going to say Maraska. He, he was ready to hit the yeah, delete ready, button. Yeah. <laughs> nope, Jameson. Uh, why do you think you'll survive, Survivor? I have been able to manifest anything and everything uh, I've manifest. ever wanted in my life. Yes. I know you love a manifest. <laughs> You can manifest anything Corinne and you chose. Corinne loves a manifesto. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What's, I never really understood what a manifesto is. Isn't that like your, you, I decree. Well, it's like your binder. Okay. If you can manifest anything, why'd you choose an ad exec from Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> Not to brag, but I say I want something and I always get it. Well, your go-go gadget arms are pretty dependable when you need a coconut. <laughs> And that concludes the arms portion. Um, the video. Holy shit. Do either of you remember this video? No. With the fish? Well, it wasn't a fish. Well, she drew Fiji. the fish. Yeah. It said Fiji. Okay. And you well, also missed that okay. she drew it when they asked her if she's into girls. Whoa. <laughs> they were like, are you a girl's guy? A oh, girl's girl yeah. or a guy's guy? And she's like, well, look at this fish. <laughs> that was an odd look, point. Maybe I'm a visual learner. If somebody is, <laughs> you know, maybe, and you know what? Her video, I, I was kind of like checking out, uh, like uh, not checking her you, out. But she, she draws a fish. She tries uh, FI. I might have uh, checked Twitter and didn't stick around to, for the See, SH. The, you, you thought you knew where that story was going, yeah. but you did M. Night Shyamalan. There was a plot twist. twist. <laughs> um... Okay, she sounds like she snorted so much Adderall before this interview. She's like, so fast that there was a third person in the room listening when Matt and I were doing this. And he goes, hey, could you guys take it off 2X? And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) She sounds crazy. Which is so different than what her bio was, right? Like her bio was like calm and slow and like totally like. She's manifesting. Yeah. yeah, And she was. Everyone's all resonating with her. No, 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 no. And if you can't find a support beam for the shelter, might I suggest Benjamin Bowman? <laughs> okay. Jacob Derwin, you're next, and I would not listen. So Jacob made a mistake. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he made an error what in judgment. He what did he do? Um, before I knew who he was, before any of us knew who he was, he tweeted at me, Corinne is awful and not in a good way. Oh. And I was had like, he, Had he already played the season when he did yes, that? Yes. And he had just come back, and somebody made me aware. Uh, and I was like, Really? Oh, is dumb Jacob. Bad idea. Bad idea. Yeah. Well, I, if, if I could give <laughs> you some advice. So somber. No, I know. I know. But even if you, even if you think Corinne is terrible, 
just you shouldn't say it. Yeah, keep it to yourself. Know what he's thinking. Because yeah. I really... See, this makes me think that maybe he's not even good at Survivor. I don't know why he thought that. Well, this was like you uh, poking the alt-right. Yeah. I don't know why he did that. I, I don't know if it was just a missed joke or something. But, like, I maybe. always say the best example of somebody who really took it like a man and was so much fun was Neil Gottlieb. Mm-hmm. I made fun of his uncle. I pretended his uncle must have. I made the hashtag <laughs> Uncle Larry, and he couldn't have been cooler about it. Yeah. Those are the people that I root for. Mm-hmm. So... Jacob Derwin, first of all, are you not so excited for someone to cornrow his hair? <laughs> oh. I really hope he comes. He shaved his face, too. Well, it, uh, we'll get to that. I'm okay. confused. There's a part where he asks for beard oil and his, he doesn't have a beard. Is it for his yeah, back yeah. hair? Like, I don't understand. Um, <laughs> his hair's a little beardy. It's beardish. You don't put beard oil in, in regular hair, I don't think. I don't know. Do you put beard oil in your beard? No, I don't really know what the point is. No, yeah. it's got. you have to have a big beard like Max. Yeah. And it's just trying to make it look less... Crackhead-ish. I mean, you know, it doesn't make it look oily and dirty. No, I think it keeps it like uniformed. Otherwise, it just straggles oh, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, I have some. Like, I don't know what anyway. to do with it. I'm just like, well, you don't. Whatever you're yeah. doing, just keep doing, keep doing it. it. Yeah. You can't put beard oil is meant to be on hair that's not touching your face because your facial oil is yeah. doing the job right now. Okay, which is why it's very confusing that he's using it. Um, he's a music teacher, which tracks because he looks like Art Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. Um, hobbies. He says songwriting. And then performing those songs. Oh, thank you so much for clarifying. I wasn't sure if you just wrote them for Coldplay or if you also performed them. <laughs> and then he says, and cooking with my mom. Shut up. It makes me happy. I think that's sweet. <laughs> okay. You're allowed to have your own opinion. And then his peeve complaining. And then when people don't have a sense of humor, laugh, damn it. Yes. I'm on the second question and he has already yelled at me twice. Mm-hmm. His claim to fame or no, three words. Self-deprecating, charming and affable, though others would say punchable. I would not date Kat Ederson. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, good. She's fair game. (laughs) Uh, Personal claim to fame. Nothing feels better than hearing your own music for the millionth time and still enjoying it. Even better when other people hear your music for the first time and it makes them cry. That's because it's ear raping. (laughs) He sounds really awful. Like, awful. What part is awful? Do you think his music sounds awful? Anybody who says listening to your own music for the millionth time Mm -hmm. is your personal claim to fame. Mm -hmm. You listen to your jokes a million times and you still yeah. laugh. I do not. I do not. <laughs> do you I, listen to your podcasts over again or you listen to it? No. no. I, well, it depends. I listen like to... Like you'll listen to this after the I fact. I will listen yes. to this once. Yes. I've been all listening to it a million times. <laughs> I know what I fucking said. Do you ever go back and listen to an old one? No. Okay. Never. I think I would cringe. I don't listen to any of the ones that I'm on. And I can't listen to any of the voicemail episodes back. Mm-hmm. I only like to hear myself talk. I don't like to hear other people talking. <laughs> I find it irritating. Uh, you'll skip through the parts where Max is talking. Yeah. Skip ahead well, 30 seconds. Yeah, sometimes. Yes. If I know Max is coming in with a story, I'm like, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> I will tell you, we. I don't do guests. I hate having guests on. And we had Shane Powers on, which was incredible yes. Yes. while I was in it. Like, I, it didn't feel like having a guest. He goes into, like, all his conspiracy theories versus mine. And he talks about, like, his relationship with Suri and what he felt when he didn't get voted back on second chance he goes through all this stuff it's it's mm-hmm. we had five patrons in attendance and everyone was on the edge of their seat like he's, he's the just bit. really good he speaks with a lot of gravitas yeah. he does but I and I loved it while I was in it I went to listen back I was like mm, too too little Corinne on this episode I couldn't listen <laughs> yeah. to it and it's a really good episode it's probably going to be our highest rated uh, in any case, I'm, you know, narcissistic. Uh, what's your inspiration? He says, I have a few, but I suppose Robin Williams is the most well-known. Oh, boy. Well, it would appear he borrowed his Mork and Mindy stylist. Um, <laughs> when I was a little kid, Genie from Aladdin was my entire sense of humor. He was also your gymspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm often told I'm too loud. I blame that entirely on Robin. 
you're a New York New York Jew. You were loud in the womb. <laughs> um, three things. He says, first would be my guitar because it gives me something I can focus on outside of the game. If this kid fucking pitches his music one more goddamn time. <laughs> Next, one of those daily joke calendars because it's good to have a reliable way to find some laughs. Oh, Rob used to have one of those. Do you consider it a sure bet for belly laughs? No. I, when did I have a joke calendar? You had one when we first started dating. Yeah, but I might have had it like ironically. Yeah, I doubt he was like, ha, ha, Nicole, get in here. <laughs> no, there were a few times. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, again, it was uh, probably ironic. Like, I probably thought it was funny to, to say the joke that was on the calendar. No, it was annoying. I figure he's the guy keeping Carrot Top in business. You know, like he's, he's got that sense of humor. And then he says beard oil because it's really fun to respond. Are you wearing cologne? No, just beard oil. And I don't understand. Is it for his back hair? Like he doesn't have enough hair to warrant beard oil. Uh, I just feel like he's the guy that wipes his snot on his sleeve and like brings homemade egg salad for lunch that he made with his mommy. He's like the guy that in recess hangs out with the teacher. He's a loser is what I'm trying to say. It, this is all because of one tweet. Corinne. No, no, no. It's because he's a loser. You won't take it easy on him because he's a Jewish guy. You, you don't. No. It, it, that you that what he gets it harder. No. Okay. That, it's that, a Jewish thing is irrelevant to me. It's just, just so giving few him Jewish Survivor players. I feel like there's at least one every season. You could say the same thing about black players or Asian players. Mm. And we're on season thirty-six, so. Yeah. You know, there's never they don't usually do two Jews. Mm-hmm. There aren't two on this one. Well, we'll get to that. I thought Shapiro is like 100 percent Jewish name. It's right. I know you were Paul. You were oh, you tweet the contestants. Are you so Jewish? irritating? Yeah. Yes. Um, I think he's going to align with Brendan, the other Jew mm-hmm. <laughs> who's not a Jew yeah. because Brendan is a teacher who has to hang out in recess with the losers. <laughs> oh, I think so the there you go. Yes. yes. I'm calling it now. I think they're going to get aligned. Okay. Um, who are you most like? And this is rich. He says, I always felt I related most to Stephen Fishback, although I see a lot of David Wright in me as well. I'm a funny, nerdy, neurotic Jewish guy. Neither Fishback nor Wright are Jewish. I texted Wright today to confirm. Not a Jew. Stephen's Stephen not a Jew? Stephen is half Jewish. He's, that's not, it's not the right half. What do you mean it's not the right <laughs> half? If your mother's not Jewish, you're not Jewish. That's the end of the story. Is that, is that it's fr- written in fr- the according law. to you? That, the, no. What? Judaism. <laughs> you in, are in only Jewish. That's right. Your mother has to be Jewish for you to be Jewish. Your mother has to be Jewish. And he wasn't raised Jewish anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I just now that I've this. talked a lot about Steve's <laughs> personal Steve, life. Steve would say he's from a, uh, a mixed uh, background uh, or a mi- uh, mixed religious background. Doesn't matter. Okay. He's not a Jew. <laughs> My mom let me get a Sorry, Christmas Steven. present from Santa. I don't consider myself mixed. Yeah. Um, he says, I'm logical and smart, but I've spent plenty of time crying in private. Have you been listening to your own music? <laughs> Why will you survive, Survivor? He says, this sounds stupid, but I'm really easy to talk to. Well, your therapist gets paid to listen, Jacob. I'm a teddy bear, you know? Well, you look like Fozzie Bear. I hope your band name is Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Do you guys know that that's yes, yes. Thank you! I figured no one would get that, and I love it so much. And then, like, when I came up with it, I was like, well, we've got Teeth. we got Kellen. <laughs> she could be Dr. Teeth. Uh, he says, I can haul firewood and follow instructions when it comes to building shelters. Does he think someone comes on set and instructs you? We can all follow instructions, just schmuck. It's knowing what to do that's hard. Mm -hmm. And then, in a great line, he just set me right up for this. I know how to make fire and untie knots. Well, we all know Robin Williams loves a good belt knot. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Um, He wins. Hands down for best B-roll. His yeah. B-roll is he fucking did. He did. magical. I made it my screensaver for a while. The the blowing fairy dust. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah. I, you know, I didn't watch the CBS videos. I just felt like there's nothing. There's nothing. There really there. wasn't I felt anything like they, there. They were so boring. Oh I said, my god, what's wrong with you people? I have it on my phone. Should I show it to you? Yes, please. So he takes a scoops a handful of sand up. I've been sending it to everyone. Good morning. <laughs> and he does this. Yes, yeah, so that's funny. <laughs> Why? And then he starts kicking like a rocket through the water. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. He picks a palm frond off a tree and begins fanning himself like he's schwitzing from here to high heaven. <laughs> and then he was bullied in school and decided to go back and teach it. Why? Because kids are so much nicer these days. Hey, Screech was picked on all through Saved by the Bell. And then he went on to become a teacher on Saved by the Bell, the new class. And a porn star. And I arrested. wouldn't say star. I mean, <laughs> if you made a tape. <laughs> well played. All right, okay, well, the next person I don't understand. There's two Stephanies, and she's going by Gonzalez. I don't know if she goes by Gonzalez. I think no, that's they what made that her Chiron. Yeah, she well, must. I think that's what people ca- are calling her. But no, I don't no, think no. her name on her video doesn't say Stephanie like it should. It says Gonzalez. Right. I think the other players, uh, maybe she, that's her nickname that people uh, people call her. I, again, they're they're calling her Gonzalez. I don't know if it's like a Fabio thing of like, hey, you, we have two Stephanies, so you're Gonzalez now. I, I, mm. I'm not sure if in real There's life. There's something like, I don't know why I feel like it's really racist. Like, I feel like. I mean, that is her name. I know, but the way that it's, <laughs> it's, I don't know. There's something I don't like about it. Okay. I'm sure in real life she doesn't go by that. She's from Puerto Rico. Yeah. And I said, why do I feel like present day post-Hurricane Maria Puerto Rico is still better than Ocala, Florida? <laughs> I went to school in Ocala. That's where University of Florida is. Yes. Nobody lives there. There's no townies that are normal. Like, she's pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what she, what she was doing being raised there. Ocala, Florida is the home of gators and bath salts. Oh. Yes. Like the zombie bath salts? The kind that when you eat them, you eat someone's face off. Okay, so yes, the zombies. Yeah, yeah it's like Flocka. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I wish I would have thought Flocka. That's funnier. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Bath salts, I feel, is like, kind of like five years ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stay, you know, stay with the times, correct. <laughs> I don't have cable, so sometimes I just drop off. Her hobbies, she says, paintball, free diving, snorkeling, being in nature, anything involving the ocean. I love race, stunt cars, drag race. We get it, Stephanie. Your divorce dad took you places on weekends. <laughs> um, she says, I'm a little bit of a tomboy and not ashamed. You're not a tomboy. You're from Florida. I assume your other hobbies include riding in airboats and drinking Four loco. I'm yeah. from Florida. Yeah. I can say these things. I did those things. You still um, do those. Some I do. of those things. Oh, yeah. my God. When Four loco was getting taken off the market, I went to every 7-Eleven and bought it out. I'm not exaggerating. I had a picture of it. My entire refrigerator is full of Four loco. It was like one of the greatest things ever invented. That's so disappointing. I was hoping they were going to come out with five loco. <laughs> Her peeve isn't complaining. She's and she's the one who claims. She says people feel people who feel entitled to everything without working for it. Also annoying laughs, arrogant men, racism, bullies, and pretty boys. I like how she threw racism in there. Like annoying laugh and attending KKK meetings at midnight are the same level. Mm-hmm. That's not a peeve, sweetie. Now, remember, her occupation is graphic sales. I don't know if we skipped over that. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. So she says her personal claim to fame. She was promoted to senior surgery technician after only one year of long hours and sleepless nights of on-call emergency surgeries. Meanwhile, I was taking care of 14 foaling baby horses at home in exchange for rent. And all this prepared you for graphic sales? <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people say their job is one thing and then yeah, go on and on about, about something. Yeah, she talked about with Josh. And then I don't know why uh, she's in graphic sales. Perhaps <laughs> she's like Tina from... Uh, God damn it, Bob's Burgers, where she just draws horses. <laughs> oh, maybe, uh, or it could be like a CBS intern issue of like they got the files mixed up. Maybe. I mean, they get to 
this, I would like to remind the listener, everyone gets to proof the bio before it goes out. So, you know, people who said, I want tampons, they already went out there and had their period and knew you get tampons. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't edit it. I mean, this one at least didn't have as many spelling errors and grammatical problems as they most fixed do. that. They, they got did. That. Yeah, they did. So that was good. Yeah. You know, it's a multi-million do you dollar take operation. credit for that. I take some credit. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. (laughs) So she says this is really good. Her inspiration. My mother, reason being, I would not be here if she decided to abort. Literally my favorite answer ever. (laughs) I mean, it's a good point. My mom, because she didn't murder me? It's a good point. What color ribbon do you wear for abortion survivor? Are we all? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She says, I'm grateful for the woman she is and instilling in me the fighter I have become, which started when you fought that condom. (laughs) <laughs> Mother's Day in this home must be very special. She says she is genuinely kind, graceful. She works with handicapped children, which has been a dream of hers. Well, if she likes helping out invalids, you should introduce her to Jacob. <laughs> and then if you could have three things, she says a small plush panda teddy bear, a small bottle of my dad's cologne, not beard oil. And most importantly, I have this bracelet that says one million win. Are you dyslexic or just ESL? It should say win one million. (laughs) That's bizarre. So in summation, you you want a teddy bear, cologne, and a bracelet. This sounds more like Kevin Spacey's seduction kit. Which Survivor contestant are you most like? I found this so strange. Brenda Lowe, who can't help but be expressive. (laughs) Brenda said three words our entire season. She made Dawn take her teeth out. I think you mean Brandon. (laughs) Uh, I guess I, I stopped watching after I was voted out, but she really didn't say much. Yeah. She's like, Dawn, take your teeth out. Yeah. I think that that would, that's the beginning and end to all the things she said that season. <laughs> I was with her out there. She didn't talk to me either. She didn't talk to anybody. She yeah. sat in the water and cried. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did it privately, which I respect, mm-hmm. but she was, she would go to the same, it was like her crying spot. Why was she crying? She missed her boyfriend. Eh. I'm not exaggerating. That is why she was crying. Yeah. Yeah. It would give me the freedom to be able to have a home and not continue to move from crappy apartment to crappy apartment. I agree. A million would allow you to eat at any olive garden of your choosing. <laughs> they do have really like, good breadstick. I feel like people have, they would never adjusted for inflation and a million is just not that much anymore. Yeah. Seriously. Agreed. I mean, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, but it's but not it's what not it was much, when it first started. It it's taxed differently than normal income. So you get about half of it and 500 grand really isn't that much. Mm-hmm. It's barely enough to get a fucking apartment in Hollywood. <laughs> that, that is <laughs> Seriously. true. It is true. Um, it says it would allow me to pursue investing in financial growth, which I can turn into my lifelong goal of living a philanthropic life. Is this the objective portion of your resume? It was the information I didn't need. Um, why do you think you'll survive Survivor? She says, because I'm hell bent, uh, determination and strong will to win. I wanted to go back to school. So I worked three jobs to pay for it, along with a thousand hours of internships to graduate a thousand unpaid hours of anything just sounds court mandated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then her video, I was so confused by this one piece. You touched on this. It was your mother's favorite one piece. She's got a nice body. What is she doing in that thing? I know. I know. I mean, it, it's nice, but you can so do better. I didn't think it was. It was a very, I just had a kid bathing suit. Hey, hey, hey. Even I didn't wear that when I just had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> she says, when I was 13, we made the big move to Ocala, Florida in her video. Big move from Puerto Rico. You can fucking swim. It's, not the big, it's the same time zone. And then she says, we moved to Ocala, Florida, where the population of Hispanics is zero. Who's the genius head of your family that picked the only Florida city without Hispanics in it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, when I grew up, I couldn't read most of the bulletin boards, like the advertisements, because everything was in Spanish. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Davie, Florida. Like, you could have picked any other city. 
Oh, I am so excited for the next person because I have the ultimate comparison and I did not hear you say it. Okay, and I great. hope no one has said it. And I have a photo. Right, because hold I, on. Mm-hmm. I decided next? it would be funnier if I show you comparison photos. So for the people who I think look like someone else, I am going to call it photos. Okay. Oh, I had one for... All right. Bagel boy. I okay, did bagel boy. I will side by give side. You, do you have show notes? Uh, not ahead of time. Okay. Well, I was going to say I will give you any of these, but I will put them on my Twitter. Okay. How did no one get this? Oh, it's so good. Okay. We'll get there. Uh, Wendell Holland. Yes. Welcome, Wendell. Um, he is from Philly. He's a furniture company owner, which I first read as future company owner. And it was much funnier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his hobby is creating something from nothing. And the only thing I thought of when I read that was Billy Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> his pet peeve, people that overuse the word honestly and not being in control of my destiny. Honestly, Wendell, I was not aware Bill Posley was a returning player on this season. Come on! How did no one get that? I, they look exactly the fucking same. They're the identical different. twins. With the exception of the shitty necklace that Bill wore, they look exactly I the same. I don't see it, Corinne. Oh, you're out your mind. I don't and see And I think it. they're both really... I mean, Wendell's very handsome. If he was taller, I'd get it. Um, uh, he has a girlfriend. Like, that's ever stopped me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a ridiculous thing to say. Um, personal claim to fame. He says, I left a comfortable job in the legal field. And all I kept in my head was, I left a good job in the city. <laughs> uh, three things. A chainsaw so I can make building things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what that wouldn't make easier, sweetie? Getting through TSA. <laughs> uh, and, of course, he wants a sketchbook. Uh, reason for being on Survivor. I always wanted to push myself to the limits and see if I can really survive. Oh, yeah, and I'm playing for the million bucks, too. That would really help, exclamation point. When people try to be funny in answering this, it makes me want to use a chainsaw. <laughs> I don't make jokes in your bio, please. Make them like I made them, which are subtle and like, don't, don't like, wait. For, it sounds like these jokes are the kind yeah, that are waiting for audience jokey. laughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. He said, my persuasive skills in front of a jury will win me the million. Boom. And then boom, what? Furniture? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you talking to in your bio, like you jackass? Yeah. Drop the mic. Uh, his video, he is not articulate and not built like a challenge monster, so I'm guessing maybe he wins this whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Yes. Jonathan Hurley, we're at the main uh, event. Oh. Most people have one page, some people have two. Jonathan has three. Jonathan, oh three pages. Good old Don Don. <laughs> Don Don. Yeah. Um, so he's from, don't ask me why, his hometown and current residence are two different weird-ass places. Phelps, Kentucky, and then he moved to Kimper, Kentucky. Okay. okay. Maybe it was an upgrade. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I think his trailer drifted. Um, occupation. He says, caretaker. I did not know Joe Del Campo had moved to Kentucky. <laughs> I don't think he needs a caretaker. Um, no, he actually just, did you guys see he opened a stunning restaurant bar that like you would Whoa. definitely go to. I think like, like he got like another dog. Oh, well, he, and he always, he quotes, <laughs> do you notice every time he talks about Dara, the first dog, it was always in quotes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. He does well, You guys things. are really stalking Joe Del Campo. I've always, he was He's my very interesting. <laughs> He's my favorite. So you have to, you're invested. I am. I also think he never stops being hilarious. Like he, be, in the beginning, what do you, no, uh, where do you follow him? Like on, on Instagram? Uh, everything I can. Yeah. Facebook. Okay. Yeah. He, he thanks you. If you like, if you hit the like button, he sends you a thank you. Yeah. Message. He told me it was a bot. So I didn't respond <laughs> no, to it. No, it's not. No, it's not. And he oftentimes will tweet out something he meant to direct message. Aubrey had to take, uh, get his password and take control of his Twitter for a while. <laughs> That's real. He's one of the best disasters of all time. 
And he's so cute. Let me see. Let me see if I have him. I'll add him. I feel like he might have unfollowed me on Twitter. Is that a- No, he doesn't know how to do that. <laughs> okay. That's ridiculous. No. Or maybe he just we're just friends on Facebook then. He doesn't when he tweets, he does like what I did that Saturday morning. He machine gun tweets and then you don't hear from him for uh, four months. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but when he does, oh buckle up. And by Saturday morning you mean an entire Saturday. Well, I had to get up early. So my best work, my brain works best very early in the morning. So I woke up every day for the last four weeks, an hour early before work to try and get jokes for this. And on a Saturday, I was trying to like really, I have a first pass and then I go through it multiple other times. I need to get through the first pass. And so I took an Adderall and then I just tweeted way too much. (laughs) I pulled a Kellen. (laughs) I got excited. (laughs) And then the funny thing is, first of all, Max is like, how much Syndrax is a diet drug I take? He goes, how much Syndrax did you take? And then Rob even noticed. He's like, hey man, you okay? (laughs) (laughs) He said that. Yeah. Yeah. I just want people to get hyped. Because I was so fucking hyped. I was Jesse Spano. And I'm so excited. And I just had to share the, the excitement. With the binder. That's, yeah. Yeah. I was excited like a chimp who rips a human face off. We're all scared. Um, okay. So, hobbies. Um, he says, discovering new music on Spotify and binge watching Survivor on CBS All Access. First of all, no chance he's not listening to commercials. He doesn't have the premium. And (laughs) (laughs) that's what you like. And I've never seen someone go after sponsorships on the front end like this. (laughs) Um, His peeves, people who judge a book by its cover, um, or in your case, its haircut. Um, (laughs) People that get my name wrong. It's Donathan, D-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, not Jonathan or Donovan. People get your name wrong because that's not a fucking name. Did your parents hate you? Also, it really was reminiscent. Do you remember the Prince song Diamonds and Pearls? D to the I to the A. (laughs) Donathan, I'm going to need you to do that with Donathan. It's perfect. Uh, Three words. Determined, whimsical, and rare. Is he a doll collection on Pinterest? (laughs) I can see it. His claim to fame. I was part of a national and state level winning dance team. I danced in the hip hop routine. I'm pretty sure if you say I danced in the hip hop routine instead of I danced hip hop, you did no such thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am proud of being openly gay and dancing in front of thousands in this area. Not to spoil his pride, but there is only one kind of male dancer an openly gay one. <laughs> My goal is to always try and change the opinions of others when it comes to LGBTQ. And through dancing, I was able to open the arms of many. To be fair, Jenna Bowman can't really close her arms. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jenna. It's not going to stop. This poor girl got like one shit like photoshopping. It's getting her attention. It is. Yeah. it is. Well, when you're first one out, you want all the press yeah. you can get. Um, his other claim is being, I mean, this kid did paragraphs on everything. Being the only guy to hold a national championship among the basketball, football, and baseball guys. Yeah, that felt really nice. Yes, I'm sure the high school star athletes were envious of your dance mom's trophy. Mm-hmm. No self-awareness here. And it's gold. <laughs> What's your inspiration in life? He says, my hero is my grandmother, Dolores Bentley. It would appear misspelling first names runs in the family. She spells it like uh, like a slow Loris. <laughs> D-E-L-O-R-I-S. That's not how you spell Dolores, sweetie. Um, my grandmother had seven children between the years of 1960 and 1968, with my mom being the youngest. Sounds like Dolores is DTF. (laughs) She raised them all with very limited food. No power until 1975. No bathrooms, only outhouses. All while dealing with the day-to-day struggles of having an alcoholic as a husband. Yes, alcoholics are never good at pulling out. (laughs) And let's stop congratulating poor people for having way too many children. Dolores should have gotten some working plumbing and goddamn electricity before having seven kids. 
Then he goes on. <laughs> in 2006, she had a brain aneurysm. She flew out to have emergency surgery, and you know what saved her that time? Her blood was so thick from smoking three packs a day that the aneurysm was sealed shut. Wow. Does that really happen? You're a nurse? I've never I've heard never of that. I've never heard of that. This woman sounds like she was on spring break for 40 years. Yeah. What's the moral of that story? <laughs> Smoke up, kids. Uh, yeah. after, wow. After, Dolores. <laughs> Dolores could get after it. Boy. After her surgery, she was up the next morning eating on some ice. Now, if that isn't inspiring, I don't know what is. Dolores is like the Terminator. <laughs> you don't? How about she woke up and did a round off back handspring? She ate some ice? The fuck out of here with that. Um, she has always been the glue in our family. You might say glue thick like her blood. Um, and I think you mean huffing the glue in your family. And he says, my little old mama is my hero. And honestly, she sounds like she belongs on Shroot Farms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you could have three things. So he asks for a cross necklace his grandmother gave me. Of course, Shrew was so pious. And just the clothes on my back. I have seen the clothes on your back. Maybe ask for the ones on someone else's. <laughs> What's your reason for being on Survivor? It's for me and my family. We have always been below the poverty line. When you get above that line, the world gives you a J for your first name. (laughs) (laughs) I want more for my family and also help those in my area who are less fortunate. Real talk. No one is less fortunate. (laughs) Why do you think you'll survive survivor? He says living in Eastern Kentucky has its perks. We are outdoors people. There is a marked difference between being outdoors and being featured on a Sally Struthers Christian fund commercial. (laughs) We love the lakes. We love to roam trails and mountains. We love to finger our cousins. And while I have never been in a dire situation to use those skills, do you mean like your entire fucking childhood? I truly believe when the survivalist in me and kicks in, I have a lot to offer. I can offer common sense solutions in order to help make my tribe grow. I already plan on breaking my glasses to help with fire. Uh, great. Then what's going to help you with vision? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think I will surprise a lot of people. You will if you start crumping. <laughs> Now we're onto the video, and this video is very good. It's not Jacob Derwin's. It has its moments, though. And some poor intern is going to spend hours subtitling for him. I heard you guys say this, too. He sounds like Foghorn Leghorn, right? (laughs) Like how he's going to have to be subtitled. Like James, right? Gravedigger James? Did they have to subtitle Gravedigger James? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I once went out with him. I was just talking about this with Shane. We The first time I ever met Shane was with James at Teddy's in a dark corner of a loud club, and I was like, is there... Is there a subtitle I can be offered? I couldn't understand a fucking thing. Yeah. You can understand, James? No, I, I haven't had that many interactions oh, with him. Oh, I could understand him because we were best friends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I loved him. Mm-hmm. I once made out with him that very night. Whoa. And then he was like, I was like, where do you live? And he's like, and he, garbly. He's like, I live in Malibu. And then I found out. It was in a trailer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Um, back to Donovan. Um, he at some point explains that he was raised by his mom, and I said, You definitely didn't need to tell me you don't have a dad. And then he says, I came out at the age of 13. Donovan, we both know you don't have a closet. Did you come out of a piggly wiggly? Um, I always live kinda on the poor side. Kinda? Mm-hmm. You're as poor as the third world country CBS goes to film this. <laughs> And then he says, it tickles me to death to be able to do this. I love his genuine excitement to get out of Kentucky to have the same lack of running water and food. Yeah. This is like, this is, he's this is like, an upgrade. Uh, this is like Survivor Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dolores no would bathroom. win Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> she should have played. Yeah. I don't know. There what was like a 30 year window when she could have won this thing. <laughs> yeah. And she could have slept around, which is it. <laughs> Not she could have slept in, though, uh, not having uh, seven kids under yeah. the age of eight. Yeah, that's true. 
So now, Nicole, are you, so now are you going to be, I heard there was a threat you'd be podcasting throughout the season. Rob is trying, trying to, to get talk me Nicole to out come of out of retirement and, and now, co-host some podcasts. What does that mean? So you're, so you have an actual contestant do recaps yeah, and then you have the schmo do something extra. Mm-hmm. Am I the other schmo? Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't understand. So she doesn't do a recap then. I would do it with him. Yeah, sometimes. So okay. I'll, I'll do, so I'll talk to Steven right after the episode, and then I and then I talk to a former player for you know like and a then long she'd be form, the third like a long form interview, and then but then I also talk to somebody else, and I and I go through the feedback, like I listen to all the the voicemails from the from the listeners, and I uh, have another guest for that. But I, I I want Nicole to to sit in and co-host with me. Yeah, and then, I'll listen to anything you do. Okay. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Even if, what if it's me and Nicole and we call somebody else? Will no, you, no, I'm out. you're out. I'm out. Okay. Um, um, no, but I, so I don't always watch the seasons, but I got involved with TV party app and yes. they, it's so you live, um, I can, you download the app and then I talk to you throughout and you can ask me like last season, they were like, what's Ben's tattoo of? Cause he had that stupid patch on it. Yeah. So I fucking hit Ben. I was like, yo, what's your tattoo? Of? You know, like I can give you, I'll tell you, I, you know, I John Deere tractor. Yeah. <laughs> I do not have any, uh, any reason to hold anything back. Oh my God. I found out what Michael's tattoo says. We'll get to that. Um, but in any case, so I will watch this season and I will live whatever you call it, tweet on the app and interact. But right. uh, I would, I don't know, I would do something with you. Not I'm that down. I'm invited. Okay. <laughs> I'm down. But I have, Wait, so now you, I'm forced, you, you would do so a podcast I'm, that Nicole hosts? Yes. Okay. Is that a thing? I mean, without me? No, no, no. You could be here oh, too. Okay. Uh, I, I don't okay. want another person and I don't that's want to good. be responsible for a recap. I want it to be cash. Corinne, we have a, uh, check a the board, board out there. I will write your no, name on a post it. Extra thing. Okay. Uh, like, okay. can't you do like uh, her and I just talking shit like eight episodes in or something? <laughs> sure. Whatever. Whatever you want. You see, that's how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. If you want, if you want to force him to give you more you air do it time. On air. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He has no choice. Um, okay. Laurel Johnson. Yes. She has been cut. You didn't like her. Her bio fucking blue. Why? Now that being Why? said, um, I mean, read it. It's terrible. It's there's nothing here. There's nothing here. Her entire inspiration, my parents, their dedication, support, and all the values they instilled in me. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to she didn't give do you anything. with that? Yeah, and I don't. Uh, what's your reason for being on Survivor? The title is Soul Survivor and the Challenge. Mm-hmm. Seriously, she the question. No, but she just answered the question. There's <laughs> nothing else. I couldn't do anything with this. Yeah. Her hobby is watching Survivor. Like, it, there's nothing here. So She's a big I Survivor will, fan. Not according to this bio. <laughs> what, um, you have to have a crazy bio to be a big Survivor fan? You should know better than to have this boring of a Maybe bio. Maybe she strategically yeah. did it this way. Ivy so you went nothing. educated, no. and this athlete. Is, this is why I know that. Because she tweeted at me that this is the most depressing news. <laughs> and I felt awful. So what I am giving to you, Laurel, and this is not because you were sweet about being cut Mm -hmm. it is because i truly believe it you are my winner pick oh okay take that yeah Yeah. because corinne always says that uh if you're bored that going back to Cass, that uh you said that she was so boring she was gonna win the season and ruin it it was gonna be the worst season of survivor (laughs) ever oh i'm not saying this is necessarily gonna be a good season or it'd be good if she won i'm thinking that she wins she's the perfect mix of like can get along with people is smart triple threat and she doesn't look like, you know how Bradley looks like, I don't know, crab cakes and football. That's what we do. Like, <laughs> Laurel is very smart, but looks so normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, she's rocking, what does she have? Like, braids. Like, I feel like Laurel is going to slip through. Mm-hmm. And she's going to blend in pretty well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how good of a character she'll be, but I think she has a high 
chance of winning. So there you go, Laurel. You got reviewed. Yeah, very good. Oh, you better wow. step up your She's game. She's the big winner yeah, tonight. Yeah, you take that, Laurel. Yeah. Take it and run. <laughs> yes. Wait, I'm wondering, where does she live? Will I see her? No. Oh, crap. She lives in Minneapolis. Yeah, this poor girl. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, yes. I hope that million goes a real far have away Have you ever picked a winner before, Corinne? I don't believe so. Okay. No, but I did have on uh, ATF, we had, I had my friends uh, got a, she's, my my best friend Erica's niece is, uh, we think she was born with special six sensibilities. Ooh. And I won't get into why. You can listen to my podcast to find out, but she can see dead people. She basically, long story short, she, um, she said like to her parents, uh, several nights in a row, they moved into a new house. She was like, they, she would run into her parents' bedroom at night and she said, Daddy, Mommy, the man is back. The man is back. And they said, like, what's he doing? He's swinging. He's, he won't stop swinging. And oh, no. they ended up figuring out he had killed himself in that bedroom by hanging from the ceiling fan. And so she didn't understand. She made the motion. She just thought that meant he was swinging. But so I get chills when I retell it. But she's there. This stuff freaks me out. Now I'm not going to be able to go downstairs by myself. <laughs> Kids are really strange. Well, this kid, she's and she's stunningly gorgeous. I mean, she's older now. And so her name's Lucy. And so I had Lucy come on and I said, Lucy, I want you to just get a feeling. I'm going to go slowly through the pictures. I feel like I have to cover she my ears. She picked Sarah Lucina. And I thought Sarah didn't win. And I was like, ah, like, uh, I don't know why. I was convinced Sarah kid. didn't. And I, I was like, ah, oh, you have fucking ruined it. And no, and Sarah won. won. So I didn't pick the winner, mm-hmm. but I have somebody that can pick a winner. I okay. didn't use her yet. We How old is this on. kid? Now she's probably eight. Okay. She's probably six, I guess, on Saturday. Wow. Um, yeah. That's even creepier. That's Psychic a kid. Lucy. Yeah. Well, you know, she, when I, my ex broke up with me, um, Erica called her and she, without prompting, she said, I know Corinne's going through a hard time. You tell her, I know she's going to be okay. And she hadn't even said, like, Corinne got dumped. So she doesn't even. That's crazy. Yeah. Why? Anyways, shout out to Lucy. Um, okay, Stephanie Johnson, who gets to go by her actual first name. How do they decide, <laughs> by the way, who gets stuck not going by their first name? I, I think the players decided this organically. I don't think that CBS decided you're John, you're you're Stephanie, and you're Gonzalez. Well, if you let if you let CBS do it, you're Stephanie Purple Shirt or whatever. You know, <laughs> that's much worse. I don't. Again, I don't think that. I think they let the tribe decide what they're going to call people. I don't think that CBS decided. Okay, you're Purple Kelly. You don't think? No. I think they said we call her Kelly Purple because she has purple hair. <laughs> she didn't. She was wearing a purple shirt, wasn't she? I think she had purple in her hair. See? She no one knows. No one cares. Know. Yeah. yeah. I, she's, it's all forgettable. Okay. Stephanie Johnson. Her occupation. She's from Chicago. Um, but her hometown is Boise, Idaho. Her occupation is yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. Do you know what people in Boise say about yoga? What? What's that? Yeah. They say nothing. <laughs> yeah. Her hobbies. Probably the top yoga person in Boise. <laughs> That's definitely true. Yeah, it's like being the one-eyed king of the blind. Um, hobbies, triathlon, running, yoga, etc. Is wine considered a hobby too? I said it's a hobby till it's a problem. Her peeves, <laughs> when I run out of wine. And we have a problem. <laughs> three words, wild, determined, and passionate. I got three more, blacked out, drunk. Um, her personal claim to fame, she says Iron Man. Incorrect. That's Robert Downey's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm most proud of the dedication to the training as a working single mom that went behind it. My racing is always a family affair and I couldn't do it without my two little cheerleaders. But apparently you can do it without your husband. Also, I've done a lot of solo traveling. I've been to 24 countries and six continents. Backpacking and trekking solo is a massive passion of mine. Mother of the year over here. <laughs> it is adventurous and crazy at times, but it shaped me more than anything else in my life. Interesting The vacationing shaped you more than having two kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. I ask you, Nicole, with two children, how many j- j- jobs have you taken to Vietnam as of late? 
Um, I can barely travel to the bathroom by myself. Okay. <laughs> um, are you aware that she wrote a book about her eight day trip to Vietnam, oh, which I we purchased not. and reviewed on oh, ATF? Boy. Is this like a Rachel Aiko? It's a oh, well. Yes, it is. Except who you made very sad once. Upon very, a time. very. She's I, still not I, over it. I know. I know. That is not the kind of contestant I like. <laughs> um, no, we bought her her book. I believe it was four dollars. And we down <laughs> download. Oh, it was a Kindle. 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 We downloaded it, and um, she's really into the word wonder. I'll give you that much. Wonder. Oh yes, and you'll notice that by her bio too. Mm-hmm. Yes, wonder pants over here. Um, <laughs> And I said, have you been to Nigeria recently? Because going to Nigeria is the new I'm going out for a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call it back to Desiree. <laughs> oh, her inspiration. This is so good. Bob Scott, 87 years old. He yep. is my angel. Well, by the time this airs, he will actually oh, be. Oh, no. Bob, Bob Scott is doing great. He's really putting the ghost in Ghost Island. <laughs> Which, by the way, can we take a moment yes. before I continue here? Do you have a ghost do I have a go like a, you know, a, a item on Ghost Island? What's your mistake or whatever? <sighs> probably going back a second time. I think <laughs> yeah, that was I probably that. it. <laughs> I've said uh, I, I feel like all I, I did. You see the premiere where Kellen's like, I mean, Survivor's one thing, but this is Ghost Island. It's so scary. Bitch, you didn't do this first. I played with the ghost. Sugar's dead father. <laughs> um, too soon, Corinne. It's never too soon. It's only ever too late. Um, he bought, back to the inspiration. Bob taught me to swim shortly after we met because he wanted me to be a happy and fit mom for my boys. He wanted to teach her to do something. He should have taught her to be present for the kids. Um, Bob, Very important to be present in yoga, right, Nicole? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. You, do, you would get along with this uh, broad. Yes. I haven't done yoga in, uh, in quite a bit. It's because it's boring. <laughs> um, he taught her, Bob taught me the sport is about fun, fitness, and friends. Notice the F he left out, family. Mm-hmm. We still train together each week as well as compete alongside each other. It is rascal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing against Bob, but this is the equivalent to competing in murder ball with legs. Um, if you could have three things on the island, what would they be and why? She says lipstick. Next would be earplugs. So you can avoid the rattling of Bob's Viagra bottle. <laughs> Bob is the new Uncle Larry, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> um, and she says, I'm an insanely light sleeper and I hate snorers or the sound of your child crying. Yes. Reason well, no, for no being one likes on. That. Are, are you implying, like Corinne, that Bob has uh, impure intentions with Stephanie that he feels like like Bob is like telling his friends like, hey, I've got this. Uh... I'd say that's what I'm implying. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little weird that a random geriatric person plucked you out of nowhere <laughs> to to put you in a tight little bikini and teach you to swim. Like, hey, like, hey, Bob, you're yeah. still hanging out with that 34 year old. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> Um, reason for being on, I've wanted to play the social game since the first season, ever since I taught English in Russia in college. Is that class called Russian Bride Communications? <laughs> Why do you think you'll survive Survivor? If I have learned anything from watching the show, participating in endurance events and raising children, all evidence to the contrary, working in a fast-paced finance position, studying in an ashram, being an entrepreneur, or all of my other adventures is that nothing turns out like you'd expect. I like how she slides fast-paced finance position in as though she's the wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. I am really good at adapting. Plan A quickly becomes plan C, and it doesn't shake me up. Well, you can talk to Stephanie's mom about skipping plan B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, video. I said the first thing that's really obvious is that the cameraman was a fan of her ass. Mm-hmm. She's got a nice ass. Did anyone else notice? Yeah, she does have a, a yoga you. butt. A yoga butt. A yoga butt. Okay. 
Uh, second thing that's really obvious is that she shops at Forever 21. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, I'm basically the soccer mom you've never had. Not unlike your children. And then here we go with the wonder stuff. I'm going in with a sense of wonder. I wonder what I'm going to experience. I wonder who I'm going to meet. I wonder what this is going to teach me. I live in a sense of wonder. I'm just living in wonder to see what is going to happen. Get this girl a fucking thesaurus. (laughs) That's a direct quote, by the way. I transcribed that from her video. You guys skipped over the videos, huh? Uh, the CBS videos. I just thought, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I find it just like, no, nobody ever says anything that I'm like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're not, but I like to see how they move in the B-roll. Yeah. Oh my God. Can somebody please give me a gif of the, the crumping that Jonathan does in his B-roll? <laughs> oh, oh God. He's so good. Um, all right. Next up is Bradley. Is he going by Brad or Bradley? Who cares? <laughs> I have to tell you, Bradley put a uh, real bug up Nicole's butt. She really uh, dislikes him. him. Yeah. So I met him when I met the youngin, and you guys were there. Yes. At yeah, the, at the Andrew, and it was very nice. Oh yeah, he's Wait, very sweet. Did I meet him? I don't know if yeah. you. Uh, I, I don't did. know if you did. Yeah, you fucking early onset bitch. You met him. I know. I do have early onset. <laughs> Actually, you know what. I do remember now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's cute. Um, nice, he was actually nice guy. really nice. Yeah. he's He was so excited to meet me and he was so nice. And he, uh, that's the problem though, because I probably would have skipped his bio if it wasn't for the fact that yeah, I met him. And, well, I mean, I had to work, but yeah. I like him enough that I wanted to do it. Um, okay. Oh, now so, I feel bad. I was so mean to him. No, or not you to don't. him, but about him. Well, I'm pretty mean to him in this bio. Does that make you feel okay, better? Okay. So now I feel better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's if you from, thought Nicole was bad. Yeah, that was not it. Um, he's from Michigan, but he lives in L.A. Um, and he's a law student. His hobbies are, two of them, are sailing and skiing. This kid might as well have said summering on Martha's Vineyard. He comes across so Totally, lonely. totally. Uh, his peeves are stupid people and people who think they know everything. Good news, Chris is both. <laughs> um... Your claim to fame, he says, I am most proud of making it through the first year of law school. It taught me a lot about drive and perseverance. It did not, however, teach you to write an interesting bio. Inspiration. I don't have a particular source of inspiration in life, which it sounds like is kind of what I wrote. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in emulating or worshiping anyone. I think that everyone has positive traits to draw from. And what I say to you is you have not met sugar. <laughs> <laughs> We can't get through a, a cast assessment without me dogging her somewhere, right? Right. If you could have three things, a fucking motherfucker wants a notebook and a pen. And then second, my retainers. And finally, a bottle of rum, because no self-respecting sailor would be caught on a remote island without rum. No self-respecting sailor would be caught in nighttime orthodontic headgear either. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I had that headgear. <laughs> yes. He's still wearing it. Imagine what that's like. That is a When he goes to story. hook up with a girl, yeah. they finish doing their thing. They're about to cuddle. He's like, just a minute. Opens the death drawer. <laughs> Clickety-clack. <laughs> clicks in that retainer. Did anybody, when you played Survivor, have a retainer? You're not allowed to. No. I, well, I played that Heidi. Did you have your retainer? Uh, no. I, I, that, uh, mine broke in college. And Someone that's, stole that's my retainer. <laughs> But Heidi had a retainer that she put in at nighttime. And I just thought it was so gross. Ew. Like, I feel like if, when I, if I was home. You could and, soak it in effervescent tablets. Yeah, you gotta put like a tablet in yeah. there. Like, what are you doing with it? Like, put it in like the river ew. water and then, put it, and, then, ew, and then put it back ew. in. But yeah, Heidi would wear this. this you would see it in the video. Huh. Well, she's doing, she did something right. But uh, I, I thought that was really gross. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Also, I mean, I my father is a dentist, and I worked in I worked for a company that did dental stuff for a while. Um, teeth have teeth memory, and they can move and shift, but it's not likely they would shift over the course of just a few weeks like that. Mm-hmm. You don't really need to retain 
in that case. Um, anywho. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What's your reason for being on Survivor? She said, I'd like to win the million so I can pay off my student loans and then buy a sailboat. Or he, I said she. Uh, and then buy a sailboat and sail around the world. This kid needs a lesson in finance from Stephanie. You cannot do that with 500K after taxes unless you went to an online school and are buying Little Toot the tugboat. Mm-hmm. Why do you think you'll survive? He says, I like to roast people. And what doesn't build tribe morale more on Survivor than a few laughs from roasting other tribes? I can also cook a mean batch of rice. Can you cook a mean batch of espresso? Because I have fallen asleep. <laughs> and roasting people you, you, does you. not get you to the final three. It gets you a gig twice a year <laughs> and on Reddit's shit list. <laughs> I have to tell you, I yes. thought the same thing. And on my first season, I went hard in the paint against Crystal. And I Who was mean, on the other tribe. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was hilarious. And they, and they shuffled her. the tribes up. They fucking ran and told her. And then truthfully, when if you listen to my pregame interviews, because this is the most racist thing ever, they were like, who are you going to align with? And I was like, I'm in Africa. Uh, Crystal and GC. Because mm-hmm. I thought somehow they innately would know what to do in Africa. Yeah, that's terrible. Not good. No, but it also shows <laughs> my reverse. Terrible. I'm reverse racist. Like I, 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 I was you like, wanted to I went work straight for the them. black people. Right. Yeah. So in any case, um, well, they they run tell that, and somebody told her, and then by the time we merged, she was like, no, she was. It didn't matter what I said. She right. fucking hated she me. Hated you. It's not a good strategy. If any of you are thinking about doing that, don't don't, <laughs> don't fair, do racism. I don't think anybody was thinking about doing. <laughs> no, not that. racism, but <laughs> the pet just, peeve of many no, of the survivors. <laughs> let me be clear. I was making fun of her for just being gangly and tall. Definitely nothing to do with yes, her race. Yes, I just I didn't know any better. In hindsight, you should have been making fun of her for taking steroids. Of course, had I known better. Yes. And cheating to win medals. Yeah, well, a lot of my making fun of was like we would do a a thing where she's shooting a hoop into a basket and she said she was a college basketball player and she couldn't make any Mm -hmm. shots. So it was it was easy fodder. Yeah, but it was a bad idea. Um, He says, I get along with other smart people the best. I have a hard time getting along with more simple people. Paging Donathan, crump your way to the main stage, Donathan. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, she said, he says, I'll, I don't know why I keep saying she, I'll try to find some common ground. The only common ground you have with Donathan is the actual ground. His family mows for you. <laughs> Take me to James Lim. Another one who I was like, I did. I was like, I'm not going to review him. And this is the cutest thing of all time. He DMs me on Instagram and he's like, I just want you to know I picked poverty. I did not pick you survivor made me pick you if you want to use poverty <laughs> instead. And I was like, I hate that much more. <laughs> But he was like, Have please we had don't that skip where, me. Where a man says they want to play like Parvati? Well, no, because apparently CBS makes you change it. Yes. <laughs> they were like, nope, that's not going to work for us. Yeah. Um. So James Lim, the first thing I've written next to his name is his body is so unexpected. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. He's an athlete. Yeah. And then his peeves, one of which is bigots, which is the same thing as saying racism. Um. He says people who are superficial. Which sucks because I literally opened the bio with a comment about his body. <laughs> Three words. He says astute, resolute, and ambitious. If only the third word were cute, you and Chelsea could start a cheer. <laughs> um, personal claim to fame. I'm a U.S. presidential scholar selected by President Obama's commission and interned for his White House administration. I'd be interested if you were a female Clinton intern, but this does absolutely nothing for me. <laughs> In college, I was elected team captain by my teammates, becoming the first Asian American captain in program history. Captain Asian America! If you could have three things on the island, what would they be and why? A fucking photo. Second would be an American flag because this, because being a first generation American is one of the greatest sources of pride and willpower for me. Do you think Kid Rock is replacing probes? 
And then this motherfucker asks for a journal. So he's got two of the, the three things. So he picked Cursed both items. the obvious answers. Where's my prize money for surviving this bio? Oh, poor James. I know. And he was so sweet. Contestant he's most like, as I said, he says Yule. But really poverty. Right. Um, what's your reason for being on Survivor? Everything. The wilderness, the challenges, the castaways from all cross sections of America. It's so adorable that he thinks casting goes outside of L.A., Boston, New York. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got Donathan somehow. No, 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 no. Usually casting finds contestants. But Jonathan found casting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a very special exception. And that was gold. Yes. Whoever got him should get, I mean. Promoted. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's only one Jonathan. Why do you think you'll survive Survivor? There's no magic formula to winning Survivor. However, there are qualities that will help players get far. Like not outing a trans person. Yeah. You should never do that. You should never. I like that you guys are so serious. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Obviously, you should never do that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Video. My weakness is that I've never camped in my life. No, your weakness is you're completely sane and outrageously boring. He says his grandfather was a Korean war survivor. Um, He basically talks about how he doesn't know how to do anything. He's never slept outside. So I said, your grandfather's a Korean war survivor and you just learned how to fish and open up a coconut. I feel like at your house, that's just called Christmas. (laughs) I would speculate that he's going to lie about going to Harvard, but he can't stop mentioning it. So it's doubtful. Well, I went, you know, I went out my first season with Marcus, who's so unfortunately for him. He said his sister had gone to University of Florida. And so he was going with that because he knew enough about it. He had been to visit her. Mm -hmm. So he thought like this will work. Out the gates. Uh, where'd you go to school? It was University of Florida. I'm like, oh my God, me too. Which <laughs> dorm are you in? And like within like the first 15 minutes, he's sweating like big pun. Yeah. He does not know what he's talking about. And I'm like, did you know Did you were trying to crack him or? or I wasn't trying to yeah. crack him, but I knew immediately something was up. He did not go to University of Florida or he's the biggest loser of all time. Cause I'm like Jennings is the dorm everyone wants. And that's the dorm yes. I got. And I was like, yo, did you party at Jennings? And he, you could tell by his face. He had no idea what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't advocate like that kind of lying, I just, you're going to, if you aim to be out there for 39 days, making that lie work for 39 days is really rough. It's really bad when somebody else went to the random school you picked. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should just tell the truth. Like the people, like Charlie lied about being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I think he thought that was going to be an amazing final tribal speech. Like, ha, ah, you didn't realize I was a lawyer. No, but I realized you were smart. What's the fucking <laughs> what difference? Yeah. Now we just know you're a liar. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. My favorite was when Sugar pulls the twist. She's like, I'm an actress. I'm not just a diner waitress. Okay. You and every other diner waitress. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. These twists are not very solid. Um, I think the one thing you should hide maybe is that you have a lot of money, Mm -hmm. which Bradley does not seem to be able to hide. Because I don't think anyone wants to give money where somebody already has money. Yeah. It's hard to lie about money when you go lobstering. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true. Yes. Yes. Okay, up next we have the humble Chris Noble. <laughs> yes, okay. Buckle up, everybody. Yeah, I don't even need to tell you that this one's going to be good. This kid did so much damage to himself. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like... He's asking for this. Yeah, he's he asking for In his bio. It. Yeah. 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 Or so, in his videos everywhere. Uh, yeah. Um, first and foremost, he has one of those flesh-colored beards like Spencer Pratt, and I'm yeah. just like, so not a fan of that. Um, his hometown is the Florida Keys. No one is from the Keys unless your parents had you during Fantasy Fest. (laughs) Um, His occupation is male model as opposed to email model. Like, why did he have to say that? And if he comes back on another season, I guarantee you that Chiron gets changed to realtor. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. His hobbies: traveling, working out, and dating. Your hobby is dating. Are mm. you John Mayer? A hundred dollars says he's going to pull a tailor and have a pregnancy waiting for him at home. Uh, have you guys kept up with that at all? Uh, what uh, Taylor's baby? Yeah, just that whole situation. Uh, I didn't know there was much to follow. No, just it's just asking. <laughs> I mean, you're making it seem like there's more to the story, right? He had a baby. He got then, married. Yeah. Afterward, yeah, and uh, I don't think he and Figgy speak. Yeah, yeah I, Corinne, who, who would talk to him? Yeah, <laughs> you have any other news from 2016? Who would talk to him? Okay, pet peeves. He says, my pet peeves are certain characteristics of people. If you are lazy and also a liar, I won't like you. Well, to be fair, Philip is good entertainment. <laughs> now, those pet peeves are going to be alive and well in the land of Survivor. Does he know they aren't actually pets? Mm-hmm. I've been around people like that my whole life, and I know how to deal with it. So, yeah, my title of most dramatic in the face of a bunch of liars will be interesting. Do you know what kind of dick he'd be if you show up on Tinder and you don't look like your photos? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound like oh, that's totally. what he's describing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says his three words are ambitious, charismatic, and charming. I say they are future Craigslist killer. Oh. He seems like that guy. Um, personal claim to fame. My greatest accomplishment was being on a Fifth Avenue Versace billboard. Gianni Versace would rather be shot in cold blood by Cunanan again than wear that gold chain. <laughs> He says, it was a huge symbol of perseverance. It was gratifying. I rely on my own self-motivation and have accomplished stuff that was so difficult and took legit perseverance. Are we still talking about this Fakakta billboard? It sounds like he went to war. I know. (laughs) He got on a fucking billboard. Seriously. And then he says, for his inspiration, the way that he does this, he goes, my ma is my hero, but it wasn't always so. Wait, Mm -hmm. what is his hero? His mind? Ma. Oh. Ma. So he says, my ma is my hero, but it wasn't always so. Is this where Morgan Freeman comes in with the narration? <laughs> Why are you talking to me like this? <laughs> Three things. He says, first would be a good luck necklace my mom gave me when she almost died. Also lotion. So I could give awesome massages and bond with the hot girls on my tribe. And then a second bottle of lotion because I plan to be there for a while. Okay. Well, the second bottle is clearly used to jerk off when you don't. <laughs> yeah. Easy there, Nicholas Sparks. And judging from the Craigslist killer part. It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> He's got a real serial killer vibe going here. Really? Uh, uh-huh. Good looking serial killer. Well, that's what Ted Bundy was. That's yes. your type? Yeah. Okay. My okay. type? No, his. Mine? Yeah, you said good looking serial killer. Oh, I, mean, yeah, I, he, I don't know if you get it. He's my type. <laughs> his eyebrows and his beard being that blonde really creep me out. Okay. I don't think he's going to like me much when he meets me. Uh, he picks Michaela. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What does this guy have? Yeah. Why, Why was he allowed to pick Michaela and James wasn't know. allowed Ooh, to pick Harvey? Good, really. but, good and, well, he also picks Ken, and he says I would provide I food get. like Ken, but unlike Ken, my social game would be on point. And unlike Ken, you don't curse the world for making you attractive. <laughs> and then he says I would have the social and ladies game like Joe. Joe is eye candy and smooth. Joe Del Campo, right? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. And then he says, I won't know whether to play the game like a Florida panther, stealthy and in the shadows, or like a lion dominating its tribe. Well, the Florida panthers don't ever make it to the finals, so you'll have that in common. Wow. Really inside hockey talk with yeah, Corinne. I, like yeah, I wouldn't have known that. Uh, reason for being on Survivor. The game itself and to spread awareness of MS. I noticed you didn't mention donating. Just to let you know, creating a hashtag and creating a cure, not the same thing. Mm-hmm. I want to compete and I want to win. This is a competition of survival. Well, thank God he mentioned that because up until now, I thought it was possible. He thought this was a dating show. 
I'm he'd a, be great on The Bachelor. Somebody, somebody yeah, yeah, he's on the wrong show. Oh my god, show. he's so on the wrong yeah. show. I don't really know what I think. Do you remember? Uh, maybe you don't. So I'm friends with Jody Wincheski on yes. Facebook, and she was like, "I need a Captain America type," and she was like in the last stages of casting. For sure, this is where he ended up, mm-hmm. right? That's got to be what that was. They wanted that archetype. They needed blonde to JP. Yeah, so complete, he's. That's actually a great example of if last season every bio was like talking to JP. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> that was the problem. So he's definitely not a super fan and totally a recruit. <gasps> he watched one season, I think, <laughs> with Michaela. Yeah, we have. Why do you think you'll survive, Survivor? I grew up on an island, so I'm one of the few that can get his own catch and get his own water. Please explain get my own water to me. First of all, there's a well. Second of all, it's not water that's the issue. It's the fire to boil it. Like, did you? He just doesn't understand, right? No. Strong start, island boy. Um, And this entire bio sounds like he wrote it on Molly at Coachella. (laughs) Um, Video. As I said earlier, it looks like he's in a color me bad video with that fucking necklace. (laughs) Um, He's a grade A douche. And he says, I'll be, I'm going to be the new flavor of the month. And much like my pal, Julia, that flavor is vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah. When I wake up, I get on the streets of New York City in the morning. And I, the rest of that sentence should be, and I really wish I hadn't stayed at Bruce Weber's. <laughs> Do you guys know the Bruce Weber stories? I don't. So he's part of the Me Too movement. He, and I know this from multiple models that I know that had to deal with him. Um, if you don't let him touch your dick, you don't get... You don't get on his Instagram. You don't get his. He that is notorious. I I told the story on ATF, but basically, I have an ex that modeled, uh, like was a you know you have to be pretty big. Bruce mm-hmm. Weber is like one of the biggest names in the game, and he goes out to the Hamptons to shoot with Bruce, which is a typical thing. And he calls me frantically from the Hamptons. He's like, "You have to you have to come out here." And you guys know that's ridiculous. I'm in this city. I'm not going mm-hmm. to the Hamptons. He was stuck there for a couple days, and he was like, "I can't. This guy. It's it's really bad. Please, please, please come out here. I need I need my girlfriend here." And I was like, "Oh." handle your shit man and then when he came home he explained to me what was going on and i was like oh so he had to like tell his agency like i can't shoot with him anymore even though he is like getting on his instagram is inst- you'll get ten thousand followers the next day mm-hmm. anyways you don't brag about shooting with bruce weber which is what chris did in his bio <laughs> anywho let's move on to the mylar birthday balloon that is sebastian noel Okay, so Sebastian, um, who looks like he has encephalitis. I feel like you thought he had a pinhead. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that. I think the opposite. What, what do you no, think? No, I feel like he has microcephaly. You're, you're, <laughs> you're the height expert. Uh, is he? Is he, he was really... born with the, somebody who had the Zika virus. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's funny looking. He's from Florida. I don't know who told him microblading was a good idea. His eyebrows are whack. <laughs> so he's from Melbourne, Florida, which does not explain the Hawaiian-themed accessories. His current residence is Satellite Beach, Florida. Is that where they test satellites? Because it looks like you grew up next to a nuclear power plant. Um, (laughs) He says his occupation is fishing guide. Paging Kellen, the career counselor. Paging Kellen. His hobbies are fishing, surfing, cooking, loving, living, traveling, and gardening. One of your hobbies is living? Guessing, unlike Jacob, your role model is not Robin Williams. (laughs) Nobody likes when you go in on Robin. I know. I know. Uh, peeves when someone calls you but you miss their call by like a second so then you call them right back but then they don't pick up and then you call them three more times in a row and then they still don't pick up hey my pet peeve is people who call me four times without realizing <laughs> that I'm avoiding them <laughs> <laughs> well this is a myth called him to be fair yeah three words he uses this adventurous dial though <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it sounds like if that's what, if that's what's happening to you on the regular 
I don't think these people want to talk to you. That's that's what that's what I would take away from that. Um, three words. He says outgoing, adventurous, like everyone else, and free spirited. Three words that don't describe you: college educated or insured. Mm-hmm. But I bet he's really fun to be around. I'm sure he is. He's yeah. probably very pleasant. <laughs> if you can get past the eyebrows. Um, personal claim to fame: being everyone's favorite person. Is he counting everyone at work, like the fish? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I truly enjoy meeting people from various walks of life, becoming very good friends with them, keeping them in my life, and smiling the entire way while I ask them to borrow money. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't it sound like that was going to be the rest of that sentence? Um, inspiration in life, he says Bob Marley, the man knew how to live life. He also knew how to die at 36 with skin cancer. Perhaps he can inspire you to use some sunblock? He looks quite tan, does he not? He That's does not how Bob look- Marley died? Yeah, skin cancer. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this kid's well on his way. Uh, three things. He says a waterproof camera, <clears throat> a big bowl of gummy candy. Yeah. I can catch the meat, but I can't catch the candy. Otherwise known as how I explain my attempts to lure Michael. <laughs> <laughs> What's your reason for being on Survivor? Almost everyone I know literally asks me all the time, Seb, why are you not on Survivor? They're not saying, why are you not on Survivor? They're saying, why are you foraging for food and shitting in a hole in my backyard? <laughs> <laughs> this is not Survivor. <laughs> and then he says, I just feel like it's my time to shine. Well, get some of Jacob's fucking beard oil because this isn't it. <laughs> Why do you think you'll survive Survivor? I can figure out little kinks to situations that others may not even think about. Little kinks should be your porn name, which much like <laughs> Ozzy is where you'll end up. If you need any advice on this, ask Chris. He got a billboard out of it. Yeah. And then his video. He opens with speaking about himself in the third person by saying, Survivor Seb is a happening waiting to happen. No, no. Survivor Seb is an accident waiting to happen. (laughs) And lastly, his fucking necklace looks like something a gas station would put on their bathroom key. (laughs) Starbucks. He's literally wearing like a fish hook on top of something else on top of something else. It's like an immunity item. It's like a PG thing where then he can break it apart and then it really is like a a fishing hook. Functional. Well, then I'm sorry. Then my apologies. (laughs) I don't think it is, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to say it's probably not. Mm. Yeah. Good news. We're skipping Angela. Okay. Because her bio read like a World War II autobiography. Okay. So Angela, too boring. Now, Laurel, you felt like she, you were going to. So Angela, in all fairness, she just had a really serious topics and a lot to say about it. And I just was like, and I did review her. You'll see there's blue print on here, which whoever buys the binder will get. But I didn't care for it enough to keep going. And I just, I watched the video and all I wrote was, yeah. I got nothing out of this. Now, we haven't really talked about this. So you are going to uh, sell the binder on eBay. Yes. Does now, does one person keep buying them or is there so, a market out there? The binder has only been sold three times. The first two went to the same person, Cameron. The third went to Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I am. I sell to the highest bidder. It's whoever bids. This year, there's a special, special twist. Yes. Ooh, la, la. So I will announce Wait, it. Wait, there's more? <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> um, I am moving, and due to that reason, I dug up the binder I made for Worlds Apart. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I never, I didn't sell the binder. I used to just, after I did the cast review, I would just destroy it because I think it's like a magician showing their tricks. Like I would never, mm-hmm. it wouldn't occur to me. The first year I sold it, it went for so much money. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. So <laughs> this year, because that binder exists and I found it. You should start doing a big brother binder. I don't have time for anything else. <laughs> um, and I'm not an expert in that. I've only played this and lost twice. Um, so this year, whoever gets this binder will also get a vintage Worlds Apart binder. Wow. That's a deal. I know. That's a I'm deal. I'm hoping it will, it will give 
more incentive. Mm-hmm. It went for last year, I believe it went for 480. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So they're skinning this motherfucking game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But my notes are very like time consuming. Like if you, if you broke it down per hour, mm-hmm. less than minimum wage. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> it's that many hours? It takes it's 40 a lot. hours. That's it, a full time yeah. job. I mean, yeah. I work up one hour early every day and then I did several hours on the weekends. Yeah. 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 The wow. problem is you can't. Okay, it's not like a homework assignment where you like just work on it. If I get up an hour early but I can't come up with anything funny, well then that hour was wasted. Like that's yeah. the way it is. You know. I'd love to know more about your process sometime in terms yeah. of like what do you go, like to say like okay I'm just gonna uh, like uh, I still gotta work on Donathan for a few more days you, yeah. or you do so, a draft and you come back and then let like, me go through it again. Uh, I do a first pass where just whatever pops in my head I read it I write it mm-hmm. and a lot of times nothing does right like most of these three words it's like oh what are you gonna do with that and then I go back and I go back and I go back and then I go back. Back through it with Matt and then I go back yeah. through it with my brother and then like I keep doing it until I can like squeeze all the juice out yes and so I try really hard if you don't like it you can fuck yourself yes <laughs> I hate when people complain because it's a lot of work and other than the fact that I sell my binder it's just mm-hmm. me being cool and just wanting you guys to have a fun time and some more material okay okay let's move on to Morgan Rick who I know you guys are calling her Ricky I don't think that's how it's pronounced <laughs> um Morgan is gonna be the most hated contestant ever if she tells you her job <laughs> why are you serious Blackfish? Yes. Yeah. So her current residence is Orlando and her occupation is, at first I didn't know, so I'm giving you this as I'm reading it, right? She says, marine animal trainer. I said, ah, the only people left still buying cargo shorts, besides Jillian Larson, of course. Yes. <laughs> and this guy. Oh, God, I she forgot. She forgot, you stupid idiot. Oh, my God. I forgot. She forgot. She wasn't going to say anything. Well, that's why I reminded her. <laughs> why would you let it? <laughs> Do you get them at Ross? He does look really good in them, though. No, but he looks like Did they God. really make his butt perky? Oh, please, they don't get it. <laughs> oh, perky like, uh, who is it? Stephanie's. <laughs> yes, he's got a yoga butt in yeah. the cargo shorts. Um, her hobby is sleeping, and if she added with men, she could have something with Chris. Um, her peeves, she says feet, cold weather, and a shortage of ketchup. I said, do you prefer amputees? It's an <laughs> odd way to say that. Uh, three words. Bubbly, stubborn, and determined. So were the whales until you killed their spirit. Oh. Everybody would think that if you told them you worked at SeaWorld. Yeah. Uh, what's your personal claim to fame? Accomplishing my childhood dream of becoming a killer whale trainer at SeaWorld Orlando. Cut to her trying to throw fish in other players' mouths after they do something well. <laughs> Three things. She says, lip balm, I'm addicted, a space heater to keep me warm, and a super comfy pair of sweatpants. What island do you think you're getting stranded on? Vancouver Island? <laughs> It's not that cold. You don't need a space heater. Jesus Christ. Um, What's your reason for being on Survivor? It has always been one of my dreams to be on Survivor. I have been a fan of the show since season two. What was wrong with season one? Mm -hmm. Get Donathan to give you a CBS All Access and check out season one. Um, Additionally, I would love to see a new part of the world and a million dollars wouldn't be bad either. Those two things are mutually exclusive. You will either see a thousand square foot radius for 39 days or, or yes, you'll be voted true. out and see the that world. That is true. Yeah. Why do you think you'll survive Survivor? At a younger age, I was a competitive gymnast on the national level and sustained a career-ending injury. But in better news, finally got her period. <laughs> um, doctors told me I would never compete again nor play other sports. SeaWorld doctors said the same thing to the whales when they captured them. Uh, video. She opens with, I'm a positive person. I have a boyfriend. I'm not so sure I'm going to tell the truth about that. Hey, guess who's not going to be a positive person? boyfriend mm-hmm. <laughs> i want to give her credit for having an incredible body but that's like congratulating a migrant worker on being tan 
She does have a really insane body, but she's a fucking marine animal trainer at SeaWorld. Shouldn't yes. she have that? Swimming, yeah, it kind of kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the questionable Jew, Brendan Shapiro. <laughs> I think he, he gets it a lot. Yeah, when he's questionable, that uh, you're qu- you question whether or not he so is Jewish. So I was like, the, okay, let me be clear because I'm assuming everyone grew up in a Jewish household. Okay, Shapiro, my half my family is the last name of Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Shapiro is a 100 percent Jewish name, and there's not like Kaplan if you spell it C A P or K A P L I N. Those make it not Jewish. Kaplan is kind of one of those names that can go either way. Mm-hmm. Shapiro is not. So I texted my mother and I said, Ma, have you ever met a Shapiro that wasn't Jewish? My mother's like, they don't exist. It's not a thing. So I tweet out the conversation I have with my mother. And right. Brendan, who I did not tag or know he was even on Twitter, responds immediately in like great, uh, like, you know, he's with it in cool kind of fashion. And he responds, that depends. Does that mean I'll make the binder? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I love you. Yes. And so I said, no, but it'll mean my mom will root for you. And he said, no, I'm not Jewish. I don't know how that happened. Mm -hmm. So um, I said, I couldn't understand if he was a Jew or not. Maybe I should ask Jacob since Jacob's so good at determining Jews. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He's from Virginia and he says he's a physical education teacher. I love that he thought spelling it out made it more official. (laughs) It's P.E., sweetie. Um, Hobbies, he says, coaching and watching my kids sports. Really taking your work home with you. Mm -hmm. Tailgating at Redskins games. You didn't need to tell me that PE teachers can't afford tickets. (laughs) Running and chopping wood. You also didn't need to tell me that PE teachers can't afford gym memberships and central heat. (laughs) His peeve is crybabies. So he better not listen to any of Jacob's music. Uh, Three words to describe you. He says uh, deliberate, optimistic, and determined. I have PE. PE does not have me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you got that. I tried that joke on both of the people I do this with. And they were like, what? And I was like, no, it's funny. Mm. I'm keeping it. Just start laughing. I'm good friends with Dr. Mike. Ah, I see. I see. Um, What's your personal claim to fame? He says, after more than a dozen years and at 40 years old, I sold the business to pursue another lifelong interest to become a teacher. It took you 12 years to get a job that comes with a whistle. Mm hmm. What's your inspiration in life? My wife, because she overcame bike crashes, injuries, and big obstacles. Bitch was, just won't die, huh? Yeah. Seems <laughs> like that she couldn't overcome the big obstacles. That's what caused the bike crashes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that does seem that way. You gotta avoid the obstacles on the bicycle. And he says all of that to say she became a world-class professional athlete, and in parentheses, while raising two kids. Sounds like she's in the business of supporting you. And I like that the triathlete comes before the mothering. I feel a Stephanie Brendan alliance. So we've got Stephanie Brendan and Jacob. Well, I feel like the Corinne is really uh, keying in on these people that have kids. Like, uh, hey, you have kids. What are you doing going out and being in the world? Who you're noted for that you don't you well, don't, shouldn't you don't want your ability kids. to raise the two kids before being a <laughs> I triathlete? Feel like you, you're like, hey, you have kids, stay home. That's all. That's all you do now. <laughs> yes. That's your job now. It's like leave all the being out in the world to me and my friends. Yes, you get had a out kid. of my pool. Yes, <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Uh, three things he wants a fucking picture of the wife and kids. He mentioned the kids like four times. I mean, it's obnoxious. He's a proud dad. Well, he wants that to keep him tethered to reality. But to be fair, a tetherball is your reality. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, what's your reason for being on Survivor? To win. Are you paying per word? Mm -hmm. Why do you think you'll survive? I'm strong, fast, tough, and good with my hands. I can read a room. Yep. When that room is full of seven-year-old kids. Mm -hmm. 
And on the video, I just want to say that I'd like to know how much HGH is being peddled at this middle school. His body is fucking insane. Mm -hmm. Nicole, can I get an amen? Seriously, it was Captain Dilf. Yes. (laughs) We have Captain Asian America and Captain Captain Dilf. Lady boner. That's your thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) I remember. That's one of your funniest expressions. Yes, yes. Um, Let's move it to Chelsea. Chelsea almost got cut. She came real fucking close to getting cut. So she lives in Salt Lake, or she's from Salt Lake. Now she's in L.A. Um, she Her occupation, she lists as an EMT, which is like JP. <laughs> Things um, like that. Slash pro cheerleader. So I said if she's in Salt Lake, and, and that's what she said. She cheered for the jazz, I assume. Mm-hmm. She's cheering in a Ryan Ulrich turtleneck, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's true. Have you ever seen them? My, my best friend used to play on the jazz. And the first time they came out, I was like, did they raid an Ann Taylor loft? What in the fuck are they wearing? Mm-hmm. They are so covered up. Yeah. Um, so her hobbies, it doesn't matter what she said. I think she loves selling Shakeology on Facebook. Yeah. That seems real <laughs> up her alley. Oh, boy. Do you have a person investigating that? I will. Yes. I, I mean, we investigated the shit of Michaela and her vacation selling packages. Yes. And, oh, my God, Kat Ederson is selling Thrive. And mm-hmm. she uploads these videos. Come Thrive with me. <laughs> I Yeah. All the fixings for all your celebrity <laughs> gossip news. Wow. I find this stuff very interesting. If you do too, join us. <laughs> um, okay, peeves. People with constantly pessim- pessimistic or negative energy. Why? What would you do? Cheer them up. Mm-hmm. And then her three words, outgoing, dynamic, and driven. Are you a fucking Subaru Outback? Her personal <laughs> claim to fame. Graduating college, it gave me the foundation to continue my education and pursue a career as a physician assistant. Did you already forget the previous two jobs you listed? This happens over and over. I don't understand who these people are, why they don't read this. Is she a PA or is she in school? Oh, she's an EMT slash pro cheerleader. Yeah, I'm confused. All right, you'll be more confused as we keep going. Okay. Her inspiration, my family, they constantly challenge me to be the very best version of myself. That's because at Mormon Christmas, they're like, Chelsea, are you still a cheerleader? (laughs) (laughs) If you could have three things, she says a mattress to get a good night's rest. Oh, well, you can share Desiree's. She travels with hers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a toothbrush because I can't imagine not brushing my teeth for more than a day. And definitely food because nobody likes starving. Would you also like a late checkout and a continental breakfast? What a fucking moron says this. <laughs> Your reason for being on Survivor. I am looking to attend graduate school in the near future. It'd be nice not to have any student loans. I believe graduate school for cheerleading is just called marrying an athlete. Mm-hmm. It includes classes such as punching holes and condoms 101. <laughs> But again, what graduate school? For what? If you already became a PA. Yeah, I don't know not, what, what, no, what's after that. There isn't anything. Yeah. Doctor? <laughs> I mean, that's quite a large yeah. leap of graduate school. Uh, her video, all I have to say is that box die job is offensive. Manic mm-hmm. panic. Let's go to Libby, shall we? Yes, please. We shall. For no real reason, I named her Libby Majora. <laughs> <laughs> she could have been Libby Minora. Yeah, probably my normal. Well, she's not She's a tiny little thing. Okay. I didn't like Libby. I'm just going to come out and say okay. it. <laughs> didn't care for her. I Why feel like you not? didn't either. She seems nice. I I wasn't particularly high on her. Um, I didn't really like any any of what she was throwing out. Occupation, she says, social media strategist. So Libby's the one telling you which nude pic to leak. <laughs> it's the one with your chin, but not your face. Her peeves, when people don't put away simple belongings. Are you Mary Poppins? Simple belongings? Mm-hmm. Such like as? Like Donovan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a very weird thing to say. Uh, three words to describe you. She says adventurous, strong and outgoing. 
She's strong until you leave a hair tie out and she has a meltdown. <laughs> um, personal claim to fame. She says training and completing a marathon. I trained. She wrote tried. She meant trained. Well, I was in Florida and my coach was in Texas. Is Rodney her coach? Oh, are you in on this? No. Rodney was doing Skype sessions where he's like, come on, you got this. Like you Skype in, you pay Rodney and he Skypes in. So he was a cheerleader via Skype. Mm hmm. Do you know how weird that is at the gym? <laughs> like, it's already one thing to take a gym selfie, but to have Rodney yelling at you via Skype. At the gym? At the gym. I don't think that's uh, that weird. Wow. Said the guy does not bench press you at would the do gym. That? I, I don't know. I wouldn't do it, but I think that probably a lot of people just feel like it's uh, about accountability. And if Rodney is like, oh, like uh, I wasn't going to work out today, shit. but Rodney is Skyping in. I got to. No, wait, so he's in on the gym session? That's a little strange. From what I understand, he is Skyping in to give you your workout and you're working out with his him Skyping. I feel like I've done I have done virtual. You know what? When's your birthday? Allow <laughs> me to buy you <laughs> a, a Rodney, a hot rod Skype session. Yeah. Now, I don't know what Rodney is yelling, but I feel like the you know, that one on one. I feel like that people would. But I think I, I can see people doing that. OK. Well, <laughs> people do therapy over Skype. Like, I don't think it's That's crazy. That's so different. Therapy, yeah. you're just talking. And you you should have a gym. Well, what do you need the guy there to say, like, to be yes. in the room with you, do 30 jumping jacks? Right. If I knew how to do it myself, I wouldn't need any motivation. <laughs> you Well, you're motivated. Other people are like, oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, but I got that Rodney Skype call. I don't want <laughs> yeah. Rodney to be disappointed in me. All right. Well, I... I said under her personal claim to fame, her other talents should include breathing through her nose and competitive swallowing. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're really going to walk right into that, aren't you? Who or what is your inspiration? She says Elizabeth Filarski hyphen Hasselbeck. Mm -hmm. You sound insane using her maiden name hyphenated. How many cutouts of her eyes do you have in a dark room of yeah. your apartment? In the videos, like she was really going on oh. and on about mm -hmm. how so it was like beyond like her role model like it was kind of it was a lot yeah it's a lot yeah what is your reason for being on survivor to prove that this southern small town blonde is more than just a pretty face winning could be my chance to show the bullies in high school that i'm not Lilo libby anymore that'll show them this is a joke right she just referenced her pretty face and she's claiming she was bullied mm -hmm. okay she has the self-esteem of kate upton yeah she wasn't bullied she looks like tiffany amber Thiessen, like back in the day with blonde oh, hair oh she does she has a yeah. heart-shaped face wow mm -hmm. very nice yeah um she says i feel like god's say by the bell talk today i like it i know <laughs> well we're all that generation yeah this is really sad yeah it is michael's not gonna get any of these jokes Zach morris <laughs> is trash <laughs> <laughs> um i feel like god's been putting me through challenges and experiences in life to prepare me for this yeah, God totally put your marathon coach in Texas. What challenges, Libby? Mm -hmm. Why do you think you'll survive Survivor? She says, I know I can outlast and outplay. I noticed you did not mention outwit. <laughs> no, that was left <laughs> off no. the list. I work out a lot. I have endurance. I danced for 12 years. So did Anna Nicole Smith. I grew up camping, hunting, fishing, though now I work with technology and digital media. Settle down. You monitor someone's Snapchat, not SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> She says, I am a small town girl with a huge Christian faith. Mm -hmm. So was Farrah Abraham. Um, she says, it'll be fun. And look how far she's gone. Yes. And look how destroyed her asshole is. <laughs> it'll be fun to cheer on not. someone. <laughs> it'll be fun to cheer on someone who is relatable. You're a hot blonde with a smoking body. What are you talking about? Donathan is more relatable, living hand to mouth in a double wide. 
And honestly, I know she's very into the Republican way of life, mm-hmm. but this video could turn anyone pro-choice. Corinne, you, uh, you, you didn't learn your lesson with the alt-right, I feel like. I know, I know. And then she says, I'm not going to play dumb. Well, you don't have to. That's the only authentic thing about you. Mm-hmm. And now we All are right. coming upon Michael Yerger, or as I like to call him, Michael Younger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Stop what you're doing. If you don't know what he looks like, this isn't going to be funny to you. And you're not going to understand why I spent the entire fucking thing gushing over him. He's insane looking. Okay, Nicole, are you allowed to weigh in? I know I'm supposed to be doing the all of the catching for you. Catching the candy, what the fuck did she say? <laughs> I can catch the meat, but I can't catch the candy. I think that he's a good looking person. Um, Helen Keller could tell he was good looking. <laughs> he is adorable. I don't like life. his hairstyle right here in oh, this I picture. Love it. Oh, I don't I like the way it. that it's parted, and it's well, not doing it for me. Uh, I wouldn't care if he was, like, wearing a clown hat. (laughs) I really wouldn't. Um, Okay. So, he's 18, and I said, was your father a scientist? Were you born on Krypton? Like, was he manufactured in a lab? He looks like Superman. He's so handsome. He does look like he just strapped on the Superman suit. Yeah. Totally. His occupation, which is bizarre that he has one at 18, is real estate agent. Is it really? Is he really a real estate agent? Like, legit? I don't miss a Michael Yerger Instagram story, and he all day long is showing places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got into that Michael Jordan party because of his real estate connections. He knew the person that rented out the house. He is in real estate. I will vouch for that. Okay. That being said, today, I so I am notorious. If you'll remember last time I was in, I was dating a 22-year-old, so clearly, right. I, you legal, you don't care. that's fine. Now, when I dated a 22-year-old, I was pushing- Do you the- have to go to 7-Eleven and buy him beer? Yeah, I think so. Well, that's part of the problem. So when we hung out all together, I tried to take him to a second location and he got clipped to the door. And then I was protesting. I took Nicole to a second location that night. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Pinky's hot dogs. Oh, I was like, why did you invite me, fucking assholes? Oh, God. Oh, but it was, it was the best night of my life. Probably. Wow. You asked me why mothering should come first. You took her to Pinky's Hot Dogs so she could get home to get a good night's rest so to wake up Pink's and mother. Dogs, Whatever yeah. it was, but it was it was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pink's on Melrose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, there's yeah. probably a line even when you went, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, in any case, his occupation should be getting into bars without ID mm. because <laughs> this motherfucker gets around. I Oh, oh. This was the worst thing he could have done. Will Will a bar sort of look the other way for like to let hot guys yeah, but, in, like yeah, the way that well, they would, you know, it's more so you would for think chicks, like, oh, right? they want to have like a lot of they good looking will, women in the club. They will, and not a lot, but it, he apparently. So he he texted me one night from a bar that is a popular nightclub at, in Hollywood, and he ran into the Moodle, who's the guy I had a relationship with the last time I saw you guys. And uh, they took a picture together, and he's like, hey, look who I ran into. I was like, that's not funny. That's <laughs> yeah, that's not, not cool, bro. Not cool. Not cool at all. So he knew who the 22-year-old guy was that you dated? They did a shoot together. And when they were on the shoot, he said to him, "When he, the reason I met him at the yeah. party was he came over, and he's like, I know, blah, blah, blah. Because you like, said, I did Survivor. Like, oh, I did Survivor, no, did. too. I did a Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what and what why my name came up I think he must have said yeah yeah, yeah that's exactly because we didn't we don't speak we didn't end on good terms at all mm-hmm. and th- so my point is going back to you, I used to say like I forced him on my podcast like I kept making Max put him on all the fixins, and Max was like you think he's witty you think he's funny he's terrible 
He's not smart. I don't know what. And he was severely, severely an untreated dyslexic. So like oftentimes I'd text him something and he'd be like, I don't know what you mean by this. And I was like, sound it out. Sound it out. But yet I'm telling everyone that will listen that he's smart. So today. Did you know that that he wasn't good on the podcast? I, I thought he was great. Yeah. I, the podcast is me. So it's whoever makes me happy. It makes me good. But apparently. And you don't listen back to other people talk. No. Yeah. And he didn't really talk very much. Which is a perfect for you. I just sit there and look pretty. Yes. Mm. So anyways, Michael today uploads a an Instagram story. And I see he wants to say the word absurdly. Mm-hmm. The spelling of absurdly was as follows. O-B-S-U-R-D-E-L. Oh. oh. <laughs> and yeah. I was like... I might have hot guy goggles on. I mean, my perhaps not be. college may have been a better option. So that's what I said. The most frustrating it was, thing it is it was why, written I, out, or, or that was how he pronounced no, it. No, he wrote it. You know how you can write? Yeah, because yeah, he was yeah. talking about a horror movie, and he's like absurdly scary, and he spelled it like. Yeah, and you know yeah, what? When you do the no Insta stories, yes, that, yeah. that must be why. Yeah, this that's was the real a, This was it, as though Russell was trying to spell absurdly. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. I hit him back immediately. I was like asterisk. Absurdly, 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 absurdly. And then I was like, you should delete this. Yeah. If only he had a social media strategist. I know. If only he knew one. Yeah. So uh, his hobbies, he says health, fitness, luxury, and exotic cars. I was like, these are hot guy hobbies. Mm-hmm. And he drives a really nice car. And he's constantly like, oh, my God, I'm randomly in this Lambo. Like, I don't think yeah. for a minute that this kid doesn't. When I, I'll tell you this. It's like much. he's a pretend life. Like, this doesn't exist. It does, though, because when I was 19, I had that. Like, I wasn't I wasn't a model. But, like, you know, I dated a famous athlete, and I fucking lived large. And I, I, I know... I'm so excited for him because the next 10 years of his life are going to be amazing. Yeah. But he should really go to college. Mm-hmm. It pisses me off that he's not going to college. Eh, well, what's he going to get in college? He'll learn how a to degree. spell absurdly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can think of a few things. Yeah. But I'm afraid for him that like, and he's getting at, as of now, like he gets direct booked. Like he, he makes money as a model. Yeah. Um, and after Survivor, he, he's going to do well. Yeah. Yes, but actually, be, yeah, I think that honestly, might hurt him. that uh, and oh, I would so? recommend most people go to, go to college. But I, I kind of feel like that if he he's already he's here, he's 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 making money. He has a, a he's not know. LeBron. He didn't get plucked out of high school to <laughs> play did. the NBA. He did. He's a, he's such a good looking person. He gets that. That's what happens. That when you're the best looking person in your small town, you get plucked out, and then you go to the majors. That he's was here. Him. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that's what happened to me. <laughs> but you know what's really interesting, and I say this several times in when I'm going through it. If you took his bio and put it side by side with Chris Nobles, you would think Chris was the 18 year old, right? Mm-hmm. Chris oh, yeah. is totally is dating. This one's like, oh, I don't even flirt in real life. Like mm-hmm. he's so humble and like not. Yeah, I again, I have goggles on. Like I think he is like the second coming. But yeah, lady boner. Can, yeah, uh, back to him. He says three words: energetic, slick, and resilient. Otherwise known as gay porn search terms. And I have three more words for you. Underage FBI decoy. Uh, personal claim to fame. He's, this is fucking adorable. Earning Eagle Scout, the highest achievement or rank attainable. Wow. You Scouts. definitely have the goggles on because the current I know would have made fun of that. I'm going to. <laughs> okay. I believe the highest rank is just called not molested. <laughs> There's only one real honor in Eagle Scouts and it's when you get to keep yours. Mm-hmm. Now for okay. the best part of the story. So I texted him and I was like, what's your tattoo say? And he says, on my honor. On my honor. And yeah. I thought that was really great. I put it on the patron page because I like to give insider scoop. Like that's the point. You, yeah. That's why you pay to be a patron. And everyone was like, 
that's the Boy Scout. I thought that was just like, I'm an honorable <laughs> person, like on my honor. And like, I didn't know mm-hmm. that's the fucking Boy Scout motto. And yeah, oh, I, I could go on and on about this. I Aww. get so upset. Like, I'm like, please don't touch your beautiful body anymore. Don't put any more dumb tattoos on yourself. Yeah, I know somewhere you can get it removed, don't I? <laughs> that's right. The mysterious tattoo <laughs> yep. that mom still has. See, I remembered this time. Yeah. Usually I have Groundhog Day where I can't remember this. I hope story. no one ever sees my mom and then sees that tattoo because then they'll know. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, there was almost a scenario where Nicole's mom was going to be here tonight. <gasps> yeah. Wait, I met her once. I didn't ask to see her tattoo. Did, did I have she, met did her. Did you meet her? I, I heard there was another I night where she definitely came, met her. This, came here the same she night. She tends and I to think like she... fly in on the nights that you arrive. Yeah. Hmm. It's very strange. It's like she's obsessed Is with she you. Alfache bouquet? Can I add her? <laughs> no. no. Don't. Please don't. Please. Don't. Please. Your mom sounds cool. No, she's not. She. I had to block her on Facebook. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Whoa. I put my mom on probation because she asked me to delete something. My parents are really sensitive and she sent me, this is how neurotic, this is what a real neurotic Jewish parent does. They sent me detailed instructions if they die and they are at a state on vacation, how to ship their bodies home. They paid a company that has insurance so you can, you don't have to, if they're overseas. Do they company, travel a lot? I guess, but like, who does that? <laughs> so I put it on Facebook and I was like, well, this isn't morbid. And my mother freaked the fuck <laughs> out. And she was like, somebody's going to kill us because they know that we have the insurance for the body. And I was like, whoa, if you're going to act this crazy, like I will delete this and I will also delete you. And I gave her like a year of probation when she came back. Okay. Back to the task at hand. So he says, when he answers your inspiration in life, yeah. He says, the strong desire to use my inherent abilities to leave a positive impact on this earth when I'm gone. Um, Those are aspirations, dude. I don't think he wrote that. <laughs> well, either way, <laughs> not a great answer. Um, if you could have three things on the island, what would they be and why? And he says, hot sauce, boomerang, and Skittles. Skittles. People love Skittles. All things he keeps in his knapsack at school. His fanny pack. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I love that he left out why. Every other jackass explains that they're taking a fucking notebook to write a strategy. Like, like I need an explanation for that. And he doesn't explain a boomerang. Mm-hmm. kind of love that. Why are you, what's your reason for being on Survivor? He says, to become the youngest Survivor ever. You could also win the title of youngest Survivor Corinne dated ever. Yeah. Just FYI. For now. For now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Yeah, right. Well, 18's as low as I'm allowed to go. Before scooping this bitch. <laughs> Why do you think you'll survive Survivor? I feel as though I can relate to those of all ages. <laughs> I read this as I feel as though I can date those of all ages. And I'm taking this as implicit consent. Yes. All right. We have the video. Legally binding. Yeah. Uh, he sounds like a model. He's kind of dead behind the eyes. Um, maybe he's still processing a Bruce Weber molestation. I don't know. And also, take your fucking shirt off. I can't hear you with your shirt on. Why are you wearing a shirt? You're, you won't be able to hear him with a shirt off either. <laughs> you don't want to hear him, to yeah. be honest. Um, if you, uh, he says, I'm not a huge flirt in my day-to-day life, but I will use that out here. Chris's hobby is fucking dating. I mean, the two of them, they are like Freaky Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris is like delusional. Very. Just, Yeah. And then this one says, I've never really had to function on an empty stomach. He could have stopped at the word function. (laughs) How's the temperature in your bubble, Michael Yerger? And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, do you think that he will showmance on the island, Corinne? I know that's a popular opinion of yours. Yes. And knowing him and knowing his aversion to that kind of thing, I am going to say no. I have no prior knowledge. I am telling you, when I meet somebody, the first thing I say is, please don't tell me anything because I, I right. leak like a sieve. I can't, you, you can't tell me anything. Yeah. I, <laughs> knowing him, do not think, look, I've been throwing game at him for a while now. Mm-hmm. He don't receive it very well. And I don't think yeah. it's my age. Um, I think he's just a humble guy from Tennessee, and I don't think he's going to do that. I think that the women out there are going to try, but I don't think he's going to do Do you think there. he'll do well or no? I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. I think that he has a the type of personality... Well, again, I'm a terrible judge of character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I was out there, I would definitely align with him. Yeah. Corinne's mm-hmm. got her goggles on. And like, I'm sure Donovan's going to align with him. You yeah. know? I'm just saying that because he's good looking. I think you've got the chance that idiot Chris will align with him if he doesn't feel threatened because he's not alpha male. Like he's a setback. I mean, he's a kid, right? So there's only so much self-esteem or confidence he could have. You only have so many years behind you. Mm -hmm. I I honestly find the fact that Desiree and him are under 21. Well, Desiree's 21. She's 21. What is happening with this cast? Like everyone kept bitching that they picked such a young cast. Yes, but none of them look the age they are. Yeah, they don't seem to act very young. And then you got Brendan Shapiro, who has the body of a fucking 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. It's so strange. Are you excited about the Ghost Island twist, Corinne? Nope. <laughs> nope. I think it's a good excuse to put a bunch of Cochran in there. They're going to figure some way out to where Cochran or Robin. To be Ross fair, I don't think they have anything to do with Cochran. You, well, if you win, does that mean you don't have ghosts? Well. I guess I don't understand the theme. Do you want to elaborate? Like Eliza Stick will be there. Right. Okay. Okay with that. That's the only thing any of us know about this. Yeah, that's true. And also, what does that mean? They're going to put a stick that's not a real idol that looks like a stick? From what I understand, they'll have Ghost Island, which is like a redemption, or or, sorry, like an exile island. Oh, I didn't know that. uh, Yeah. So so Ghost Island is like uh, exile island. And then you go there, and I think that maybe you get an item that uh, somebody else screwed up how to use. So just repo. Yeah, basically. It's like Craigslist. It's like Craigslist for... The theme doesn't really match. I thought that this meant they were going to bring out returning players and that pissed me off. No, no, there's no returning players. Really? Because Cochran showed up on the fucking family visit for whatever season that was. (laughs) He gave advice to Debbie. A lot of good that did her. (laughs) Uh, I don't understand the theme at all. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't care for, um, I guess I don't work in television. So mm-hmm. to me, why don't we just keep it the game? Why do you have to make you gotta it? You got to make it a little different. You got to, you know, people get bored. I don't feel like they do. You think people wouldn't you watch You don't even this? watch the show. I do now. TV yeah. Party app. <laughs> By the way, please, everyone download the TV Party app what and follow me. What can people find out yeah. when they do TV Party app? So, well, what, you, what will you say on there? You just, I say anything that comes to mind. I watch the episode with you can on you Pacific curse? Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I watch it with you and I comment. It's like you're watching it with me. And um, people can ask you questions. Anything they want. And I answer everything I can. And if you ask me a question I don't know the answer to, I come back next week with the answer. Mm-hmm. So it's at TV Party app um, and you just download the app. Yeah. And then I, if I haven't said it enough times, Max will fucking kill me. All the Fixins is my <laughs> podcast. It's atfixins.com. Yes. We only, we don't do any real Survivor talk. So right. You'll do that's Survivor. Not, that's, you get that on TV Party gossip. app. Gossip. I cover behind the scenes when someone talk about who Corinne is dating. Yeah, who I think is hot. Who got you know 
arrested for beating up their boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Who's trying to run for office? Like right. nonsense bullshit. We also have we just started ATF on your side, which is uh, when we see survivors scamming people out of things, we call them out. Which there is no shortage of. Will anybody ever confront you and say like, hey, uh, you know, WTF, Corinne, why are you you, uh, saying these things about me? I don't think anybody has the balls to do that. You know what? No one ever has. The closest I ever came to that, I'm trying to think of... um, (laughs) Oh, I'm not going to (laughs) say. Somebody, you you could use a blind item. Not blind if I say it correctly. <laughs> I uh, I know that Nina was not thrilled with me for making some deaf jokes. Oh uh, well, 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 that's a but like that's in terms fair. of like when you do like uh like oh this person is scamming people. Oh yes. So recently we had a situation. With, this is a blind item for us because we have good friends that are involved in it, mm-hmm. and we found out that the head person. So they all signed up to be on this thing, and it cost thousands of dollars for fans to join. And if what's this thing? I, if I go too far into it, it's going to be too obvious. Can you what d- it is. give a, a uh, generic an description? Adventure. An adventure. Uh, okay. Okay. And okay. The person okay. in yeah. charge <laughs> of the whole thing yes. has been arrested. Like has like crazy debt. Like it just sounds like right. oh he's just going to take the money from this and pay off the night. We have interns that literally their entire job is to do like the private investigative stuff so that like within three minutes this intern had an entire like he's foreclosed on this house he's yeah like it seems pretty obvious that he's in dire need of money and so we as concerned people Mm -hmm. um i max took the wrong approach i think he kind of publicly said something and then those people involved we don't want to burn well you know made the bridges we burn light the way right so Mm -hmm. in this case he got confronted i didn't because i really didn't have anything to do with it um but we're still investigating we don't want to sell him (laughs) out yet but we also are very conscious of like we don't want people to get like abused you know what i mean right yeah i mean i don't we i mean you and i both like we we make legitimate content and mm-hmm. we have patrons and like we don't you know no scamming yeah i don't believe so do you have like a, a rourke on this season somebody that you uh know a little bit or is michael just that no there? michael and bradley, bradley i met um and that's about it but so many of them brendan reached out james reached out kellen reached out mm-hmm. uh, laurel reached out like i was so blown away by how many i think you know in the beginning people just fucking didn't like me the rachel Co of the world right that was a popular but thing. the problem with with rachel she's just and sensitive I that we kind of like both in our preview that me and Nicole did and what we did, we said, OK, she's going to do really bad. And then she did do really bad. Oh, so it's like the, the, it's like with Cass, like we could say like, oh, Cass is going to do really oh, bad. Cass is confronting me. Uh, well, but that's for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. But like like we can make a prediction. Oh, Cass is going to lose. She'll be the first one out. And then if you go far in the game, then it they rolls get to off say, ha ha ha, you stupid idiot. Look how, look how good I did. But then when you it's really like did get voted out phrase. first, then it it's then, then it's like. Well, uh, screw you. <laughs> like, yeah. There's, there's yeah. No yeah. There's no comeback. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. you, you, look, I, I you, see your you point. judged the book by its cover and you were exactly right. So <laughs> and there's that no book comeback. was a short story, self-published. <laughs> yeah, available on Amazon. Yes. Um, well, I mean, look, I, I'm... I, I'm sure a very sweet person. I'm sure she's great. I, would, I went to an event that she was at as well and she mm-hmm. could not... She avoided me like the plague. So, yeah. and that's totally fine if you see me out and you're like, that's me, you know, awkward. Yeah. I mean, I'm never. So, one thing about me, there is no point ever in which I am uncomfortable, uncomfortable or, or awkward other than an ex boyfriend situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you think I'm uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable. It's yeah. You. <laughs> it's I'm, you. I'm living life. 
I'm just doing me. So big changes on the way. You're moving to De- yes. you're moving to Denver. I am moving to Denver. I have made out with everyone in LA and it is time <laughs> for it. a new <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um I am moving to Denver very soon in a couple of weeks. And um at first I was like, Well, whatever, it's not like LA is going anywhere, I'll just move back if I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, that move is a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. I will not be moving back. Other than uh, Kellen, who you don't really know, mm-hmm. is there anything else that you have to uh, attach yourself to in Denver? Yes. So my best friend currently plays on the Nuggets. I don't know how long that'll last for. My mm-hmm. other good friend owns the Nuggets. This mm-hmm. is a very Bradley thing to say, is it not? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I have Ken McNichol out there who runs a nude hot springs. And I have gone to said nude hot springs on Apparently. a first Tinder date, which is not my best move. <laughs> and um, he has offered up after hours hot springing. Um, Unlimited? He has also asked me to join him in the block party for homeless people which take one guess as to whether or not I'm gonna I need the magic eight ball for excuses <laughs> that sounds like a really good time yeah doesn't yeah. it doesn't it and the thing is he hands out fucking carnations and I'm like they need soup or mm-hmm. beans <laughs> what, what the fuck are they gonna do with a flower <laughs> um, in any case I have him I, I don't have that many people there that's what okay. I, that's the way I want it I'm one of the biggest reasons I'm leaving is because I cannot go anywhere and I don't mean this in an egotistical way at all it just means you've been somewhere too long if Mm -hmm. i go to ralph's if i go anywhere i will tell you i mean side note this is how small my motherfucking world is i went on a third and if you like any of these stories at fixins i went on a third tinder date the same guy i took to the hot springs third date i flew to columbia i spent two weeks with him in columbia i upload a picture from columbia bradley figures out that his ex-girlfriend who lives in culver city Randomly met this guy when he flew to Culver City in November and Bradley was seeing from Survivor? him. Yes. Okay. And was seeing him and he left her to go to Columbia with me, but he was texting her while we were in Columbia. And so when I got to know Bradley, he was like, Hey, I don't want to be an asshole, um, but I feel like you should know this. Like, he's been texting my ex. And I was like, Excuse me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that. That was all I needed to hear. That yeah. that motherfucker's blocked, and I don't. I've never met his ex. I don't know what his ex ended up doing, but I don't. I don't do that, um, and I don't know why she would. Like she met him, flew to Denver to see him. I guess in November, and then am I is this bad? Should I not sell out? <laughs> I, I don't I know mean, her I, name or anything. Not, uh, well, no. I don't care. Um, and then she, he said to her because he met me in December. He was like, "I'm going to Columbia." Didn't mention any anything about me. And then apparently texted her. I don't know. He, it might have been innocent the text that he sent while he was there. But the point is. How small is my fucking world? Mm-hmm. Sounds like, like I, Bradley saved the day here. Yeah. Well, or ruined it. Much yeah. like, it's funny because the weekend before, this other idiot sends me a message with the Moodle and I was like, must you ruin all my Saturday <laughs> nights? Mm-hmm. But in any case, uh, I find that like, I can't, my world is just, it's suffocating. It's too small. I need new stuff. Okay. New people. All right. So, so Corinne is moving. She is headed to Denver, Colorado, the mile if, high city. If you ever do, an R-hap, whatever you fucking call it. Know-it-alls? That's right. Yeah. I know it all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will find you, you a... Yes. We could do it at uh, the fucking Yuck Yucks or whatever. They're, they've got a comedy club there. I'm sure they have a comedy club there. Yeah. So, all right. We, we, we'll, we'll talk to Steven. We'll yeah. see We'll see what's... what's uh, will you hang out with Jim Rice? Yeah. Actually, he was... Uh, I saw him in casting for a returning season. Uh, for Kermone, he was in the mm. casting. Yeah. He looks nice. Don really likes him. I know that. Yeah. Not that that says anything. Okay. Um, who Small else? business owner. Wait, is, uh, oh, is he in Denver? Is that why you asked that? Oh, yeah. he's the weed guy. Yeah. Shit, I remember that now. Yeah. That was a season I reviewed. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Oh, 
Who else? Who else? You brought it full circle. Yeah. Uh, who else is in Denver? Uh, I, nobody that I can think of off the top of my head. Why do you know so many people in Salt Lake is the question. I know. Ty, I'm friends with Tyson. Yeah, but Sierra's there. There's Don's a lot, there. There's a lot of, more, there's a lot of uh, you know, survivors gone to pick a lot of people from Utah. I wonder. They don't do castings in Utah, do they? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they just feel like that if they cast a Mormon, they'll get a lot of people from Utah watching. Maybe the show does well there. Okay. <laughs> so I, I well, I think I think this Chelsea girls are Mormon this season. Yeah. I'm saying that purely because she's from Salt Lake. Yeah. They don't have anything else that's from Salt Lake, correct? <laughs> there are no Jews in Salt Lake. I was thinking about moving to Salt Lake, and I mm-hmm. decided against it. <laughs> uh, Franny, you know, who's one of my best friends, yes. um, she was like, there are no black people there. You cannot move there. <laughs> and I'm trying to get Franny to move with me to Denver. Yes. We got to pick a, pick a hashtag, don't we? We need a hashtag. Uh, so do, do you have something off the top of your head? You no, know I don't. Doing? Okay. All right. Well, we'll think about that. I, I also want to say that Corinne was, did a very nice thing. Very, was very sweet. She came here tonight. And <laughs> Are you going to blow her cover much, and make yeah, people know she's yeah. nice? Yes. Uh, very much against type. She came in with a present with a toy for Dominic and she, not Anthony. I hear he's an asshole. <laughs> Just Dominic. Anthony well, can't the play problem with is it. Anthony's a bully, and whatever you give to Dominic, Anthony will end break. up taking. Yeah. <laughs> so she came in and she brought a well, mini you, grab machine. Mini, yeah, mini the claw, claw, the claw, yeah. uh, mini claw machine where you can like load up stuff and then you know you move the controls the to yeah control. skill yeah. crane to. Pulled the thing out, uh, and yeah, Dominic was very excited. He even gave her a hug. Yeah, he wasn't talking to me until that. Yes. <laughs> well, he had the iPad in front of him. That's some good. Yeah. He's only allowed five no. minutes, no, uh, ten yeah, minutes. Yeah, Corinne, really? If yeah. Oh, every time I've ever come, he's always watching. It's always I bedtime. Ass- I assumed uh, when I'm putting uh, Anthony to bed, he gets, he gets the iPad. Oh my god, yeah. I thought he was spending like twelve hours a day on that. Yeah. No, and, no, and, no. And Corinne, ten if minutes. they had iPad when you were a kid, you would have been on that iPad watching kids open toys. Uh, you you would have oh, been right, right there. Right. Yeah, that's what you they do. Me about yeah, that. yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah. Very they stupid. watch. They watch like uh, you know, opening plastic eggs, and here's more toys. Really? That's a thing. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, and then they know about all these toys, and then I have to go out and buy them for these kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, you see, not if you grew up in Dominic's household when you got nine kids and no electricity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You do me, Nick. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Corinne was very, was very nice. Very, did a very, very sweet thing for I did. So the background children. is my father bought that for me for Valentine's Day because I'm obsessed with yes. claw machines. But now when she was it. a kid. No, no, no. He, yes. that was no, probably when three she was a kid, ago. that she, that yeah. she wanted, she wanted things, and, then, and would complain uh, when she didn't yeah. get things so, out of the machine. If I put money in, my grandfather used to take me to McSugars, and if I this was a little arcade place, if I put a certain amount of money in, he would call the manager. Over. Is that why you went on to hate sugar? Because then you went to this place, <laughs> McSugars, and never no. got toys. McSugars was my special place. Yes, uh, my grandfather would be like, "Oh, uh, let me talk to the manager. Uh, she didn't win anything. She's play- there's something wrong with the machine." And he would get them. I remember once he got them to open they were so sick of my grandfather they opened the glass with a key and they were just like just put your hand in and take what you want <laughs> and it was like amazing I never once mm-hmm. was like you don't want it because it's cheating I was like yes please <laughs> so my father knows that and so he bought me this mini grab machine and I'm moving and they charge you per cubic foot and I can't bring stuff like that and I wanted to see the light in a child's eyes. Yes, no, I <laughs> he said loved it, it. It was like the end of Toy Story three, which is a movie, yeah. Corinne. And uh, when Andy <laughs> brought his toys to uh, here, I'm going. I'm moving. I'm going to college. Here, you can have all these. Oh, toys. Dominic's Bonnie. Yes, yes, that's what that's like. Uh, yeah. All right. So, so hashtag me. All right. Uh, what's the hashtag, Nicole? Oh, don't ask me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. What did you? What did you get? This is your job. 
I gave him too much wine. Hashtag Michael Younger. Oh, yes. Okay. Because you know what? I actually, so Cole Metters hit me up and was like, Yes, you're there's only going to be one Cole's poll. Your QT 3.14. <laughs> there yes. is a Michael Younger. Yes. Yeah, I'll take it. I love that kid. You and love he, Cole. Oh, yeah, I do. But I also love Michael. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what about what about JP? Oh, I love JP. Yeah. But JP is different. Like, um, JP is. I listened to the podcast you guys did of the store uh, at the finale. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm sorry. Uh, yes, where yeah. JP was negging you. Yes, and he was really effective at it because I originally was like, "Fuck this guy," and then it was, like, "Excuse me, I don't understand why you don't know me." And he's like, "It's not like that, that I don't remember you. I just only remember interesting people." And I was like, "What?" Yes, yes. <laughs> it was incredible. I mean, he's honestly in person. He's got a lot more to offer than he ever did right. on that show. But uh, I really wanted to interview him, and I don't want to interview anyone. And everyone was making fun of me, and then he just like wouldn't play ball. Yeah. So, yeah, we're done with JP. We're <laughs> on to Michael Younger. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, uh, Corinne and Max are podcasting yes. 100 episodes in the can. That's right. And our 100th episode was we had part one and part two. What yes. we usually do, we record for like four or five hours and then we split them in two. So, our 100th, uh, our big actual, like, we have special songs. Do you guys have used Tyler Jacob Jones too? No. I better not steal him. He is unbelievable. Because we also get shots. What does he do? He has a like Broadway level singing voice and he belts out these parody songs that are you should use him mm-hmm. for a wand off. Wait, so so why are you crapping on the wand off and talking about this uh this Because other... this these songs are about me. He did uh, Uptown Girl and he replaced No, that was Shut Up Tim. That was Shut Up Tim. Damn it. No, but he does really, really good work. I mean, really good. Um, we had him. It was a bunch of people called in, like Jomina called in and mm-hmm. Ali Lasher called in. Mm-hmm. We had lots of lots of fun stuff. That'll come out in the second so part. 100, so that's the second so part. So part one was the episode. Shane part. We didn't know how long. She, we thought Shane could be in for 30 minutes. He ended up saying for two hours. Yeah. Um, I really liked Shane. It was weird. You know, one of the things we talk about is uh, how I used to hate you. Yeah, and no, you say who, you too. Who, who said? You, you, both of us. Oh, both of you guys did. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, yeah, we, yeah. no, we have a great story of that. You remember, you remember the first time I met Corinne? Yeah, when, you, when she got uh, you got in his face. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember this part. Oh, yeah. I first met you when you were with the name that the Voldemort. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> But no, I got in your face. Wait, yes. tell the story. I didn't remember this part. <laughs> so Because I remember picture, saying, I knew you knew I didn't yeah, like you, but I couldn't remember why. Picture it. Hollywood, <gasps> 2010. And so we were at a at this party for the Survivor 10 year anniversary, and so uh, I uh, so you're, you're with Charlie Herschel. Yeah, uh-huh. and we're at a, was we're that at a the 10 year anniversary? Yeah, I remember that. that was a it's the huge... Friday night of the 10 year oh, anniversary. Okay, okay, weekend. okay. And you come down the stairs yeah. like so I drunk <laughs> so drunk that's why I don't remember like this. blackout drunk sure that's that's and you know, so, my style me and Stephanie uh, I, I see Charlie Herschel who like I, full disclosure I thought was Todd Herzog <laughs> you know, I, had been wow. out, I had been out the game okay alright he, he was I, I had he been was. out the game and so he's gay uh, and, and, I, and I saw I saw Charlie Herschel and he was like oh like hey so I'm like I'm like you what what a game you played what a game <laughs> Which Amazing. no one has ever seen. I was like, oh my god, god. this is I'm great. Like, I love this guy. He's, he's like, well, you were pretty good too. I'm like, but but who's better than you? Who's better than you? And then here comes Corinne, and she's like, Steam rolling down the stairs. F you, oh. F you, I effing hate you. Oh my god, you a hole. 
I hate your guts. I hate you. And Charlie Herschel is just like, oh yeah, Charlie I, I, could like, never like, check sh- me. Shrugging his shoulders, like what? Uh, what is this? Like I hate you. Yeah, I hate you so much. I thought you and, knew what was up, and you, it was your fault. And you, you, and you, you accused me of. I was somehow in cahoots. Yes. with. Jenna Morass, like I was an accessory. Wait, somehow, I met the two of to, you together when you came like, I in was town. An ex- I was an accessory to yes. Jenna Maraska stealing Ethan away from Corinne. Like I was, we were like, on I a was, break. Like I was in on it. Like I was in on it. Yes. And, 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 I and we conspired. And, and she said, anybody related to she her, she said to me, "Hey, can you help me? I'm going to try to steal Corinne's boyfriend." I was like, you know, there were parts of the night where you were talking to me, and then maybe you got me away from, like in my mind. And and and. I, I guess so. So you, so you were like Not we, we met. So we, yeah, so I we, figured you guys so had we plotted met. together. But, but you weren't on Survivor uh, before. Before I, before no, I met. But that has nothing so, to do with it. You knew I, Ethan was my boyfriend. I remember you. I was so welcoming and kind. I took you guys because Ethan don't have any connections. I took you guys out. Yeah, I have no memory of this. Oh, I, I took no, you guys out to a club. <laughs> I have no memory. It of was it. right before your All Star season, and you and Jenna flew out to see Ethan. And the idea was like, so, hey, we flew out from to where. Or drove out, whatever. You okay. weren't living. I was in Long Island. Oh, well, she flew out then. Okay. But um, you guys visited. I'd never met you before. And Ethan was like, Wait, listen. What, what were you doing in L.A. with Jenna? Not no, L.A. Here. This is New York. This is oh, here. Oh, well, okay. What year is this? So 2003? Whatever year. Yeah, whatever year you did All-Star. Okay. So Ethan says to me, he goes, I'm, I'm, there's, I'm going back on the season. And you have to be really nice. You have to show them a really good time. Because these are two people that I think I'm going to align with. So it was kind of like old school. Because nowadays we have Twitter and Facebook. But in the old school, you just, I guess, flew mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So they flew out. And... And Ethan was really adamant that I show them the best time possible. So I hook us up at a club. I get us free drinks. I get them both wasted. And I'm, I love both of them. Like, I get along super well with them both. Time goes on. We go out several nights in a row. And then he goes out on the island. And we decide, like, we're going to, like, mm-hmm. I, I basically was like, I don't, we don't need to be exclusive. Like, I don't, I'm not going to wait for you to get back. Even though it was, like, fucking six weeks. I was <laughs> it's like, not like a jail sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, bye. So I did my own thing, and he went out, and he did his own thing. But what I didn't assume was that he was going to end up with Jenna, and he didn't say anything. So he gets home, and we're trying to sort of, like, rebuild our relationship at the time. Oh, Ethan. He still says nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then I see Regis and Kelly. I happen to catch it in the morning, and he's like, uh, he, he does an interview, and he... At some point, I don't remember when this is, but he does an interview and he says, I, I want to announce. And for the longest time, I was his girlfriend, but I was not allowed to walk the red carpet with him. I always met him inside the party. And it wasn't that he was embarrassed of me, but he was like, I've been told by everyone on my team that like I'm I'm more um, marketable as a single guy. And I get that. Like, I totally get that. Mm. So, you know, sure. So I didn't really give a shit. And like I dated much bigger celebrities than him. And I was like, whatever, do you? That's fine. And so he had this cunty publicist who I remember very well. And she was the one that would always be like, you, you stay back. Like she was awful. But in any case, uh, I find out on Regis and Kelly. uh, He's like, I want to, you know, I want to say that I have a girlfriend. I was like, oh, my God, he's finally going to like. Oh, God. (laughs) No, wasn't me. And I was like, excuse me. (laughs) So you can imagine I was actually crying so hard. And I'm I'm much like Ethan and I are friends. Everything's fine now. But at the time when it happened, I was very in love with him. Ancient history for uh, for everybody involved. But totally. totally. Ethan's happily married. I talked to him. He's great. Like I have no he's a great person. Yes. 
Whatever but, you think of Ethan, he's that. Just let me not ruin his image at all. <laughs> um, but I was but crying so hard you, that my you mom you, couldn't you understand Do you remember me. this night where where Corinne just like uh, like, like screaming? It's so crazy because I actually wasn't there at the time, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, because I, yeah, I would have gotten in your face. That would have been bad because I would yeah. I would have stepped. I wouldn't have backed down. Yes. I don't think I would have either. <laughs> yeah, you and I are cut from the same cloth. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, but then don't mess with my then man. Time went. Time went on. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, a few well, months, a few months later, Nicole, uh, then Corinne and I became friend mm-hmm. friendly. We started trading some messages, and that's how this podcast ultimately was born. Yeah, yeah. and it was the best. I mean, I have you to credit for me having my own podcast now. So, so. it's all everything. It's all it all worked out. You might say I manifested. <laughs> <laughs> manifested. All right. Well, yeah. Corinne, uh, such a pleasure getting to uh, catch up with you. Thank You're, you. Uh, it's always really fun to yeah, spend You put you so much work into it, and, and I always appreciate that. Uh, I know that you know people uh, get down on you, oh, too mean. Uh, I mean, honestly, after the last one, which was, I found, like, it was really a lot of work for me, and I didn't feel like there was a ton mm-hmm. of people that were really, like, there's a bunch of really great people that are on Twitter that tell me that I'm great, which I don't really need. There's these, oh, but please fucking, keep it coming. But these, I, what I don't need is you telling me that you don't appreciate my efforts or whatever. Like, you, put just, a, you put a lot of work into don't it. Don't listen. I, 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 like, I, I don't understand that. where the fucking missing connection is for these morons. Mm-hmm. Look, a that you put, you put a lot of time into it and, and uh, it's greatly appreciated because that uh, there's not a lot of people that would work this hard at something to come on and do a podcast. So we greatly appreciate it. And I did it before you were who you are now. I did it when we did it on a fucking couch with that little schnitzel. What's that dog's name? Reyes. Oh, Reyes. I will say that I was here long before you were a great platform for me to promote my other shit on. I always. Thank you. I have stuck with it. So uh, we greatly appreciate that. Follow uh, Corinne on Twitter. With that, uh, we were I mean, we were following you back when you were Coco uh, Von Muffelstein. Yes, I didn't want the world to know who I was, and I couldn't get any followers. I went into a pitch meeting, and they were like, "How many followers do you have?" I was like, 379 but those are all organic because no one knows I'm from Survivor." And they're like, uh, "Not impressive." Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, follow Corinne Sanity. Check out uh, what is it now? ATF. AT Fixins. AT Fixins. Yeah. Uh, check out the TV Party app. Yeah. TV Party is amazing. It's really, really fun. It's the only reason I'm watching. And uh, that's all the things I have to promote, that's ladies. It? I'm not promoting uh, check out Cor- Spotify and CBS All Access yes. like Donathan. Uh, check out Corinne's Binder eBay auction. Yes. Get uh, two for one this season. Save your money. Save your money. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, in the one world, I, I assess Max, which is such an interesting thing to read back on yes. now that I'm so close. Will to you me. have Max autograph the season 30 binder? I don't know. He's really anti helping me. Like when I first sold the binder, he's like, well, I get half that. Right. And I was like, no. Why? Why is he? Why is he down on <laughs> he, helping? Well, you? He was just like, it's all ATF money. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> so so I don't know that he'd be hip to sign it, but maybe. Um, but Max is an excellent podcast partner. And if you like me, you will really like Max because he puts up with all my shit. and He's mm-hmm. the perfect co-host. All right. Nicole, anything else? No. All right. Well, we've got a great <laughs> week coming up. In addition to everything we covered here today, we've got the Survivor Know-It-Alls. We'll be back Wednesday night after the double eviction. Uh, check out everything Corinne has to say on the TV Party app and then join Stephen and I. For the Survivor Know-It-Alls, 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time. If you haven't listened to it yet, uh, Stephen Fishback and I talked to uh, Dr. Mike Zahalski on the latest Love Know-It-Alls, the season finale of the Love Know-It-Alls, Corinne. He's the cutest. He looks like Fievel from 
Fievel he goes does. last. Yeah, he yes. does. he's so cute, and then his wife's even cuter. I really love them, and not because they're Jewish. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> I'm sure it helps. I really like. I met him in person, and oh god, you just want to like take well, him home with he you. He seems like a really nice guy. I just want to let you know, I talked Dr. Mike out of sending you a disturbing photo <laughs> that he sent me the other day. He I, said, I, I send this to Corinne? I no. think it's really funny that you're somehow the person he asks beforehand. No. I said, well, I told, well, he called me during this podcast and I said, I'm, we're doing the podcast with Corinne. He said, should I send her the photo that I sent you? <laughs> no. I like no. that you make him Saul from the Jerky Boys. This yeah. is Saul. I forgot my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> should I send her the photo? <laughs> I love that I can make any reference from my era and you two will get it. Yes. Not uh, Michael Younger, but yeah, you guys will. Not Mike, no. <laughs> no. Uh, so we, uh, we have that up on the website right now. And then also, uh, we have a great week of podcasts. Uh, Joe Mena is going to be on the recap. You're I, a big fan. I do like, I mean, let's not say that. But <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I like him. You tolerate he, him. He, uh, oh, he goes at me a lot. He told me that my cast assessment was shit last season. Mm-hmm. I didn't go hard <laughs> enough. And I was like, well. Yeah. I can only do what I can do. Um, and then your friend and mine, Randy Bailey, will be joining me to talk about the voicemails, the feedback show whoa. after. So Randy's coming out of retirement? Yes. Yeah, so Randy and I have patched things up. We've had our differences over the years, but we have, have uh, gotten on the same page. And Randy will be answering your questions after the first episode of Survivor. You know the reason Randy doesn't do my podcast is because I came on here and I said, oh, such a pain in the ass. Every week I have to remind him. He had Randy's rant. And it yeah. was supposed to be He got one- mad voicemail a week and then every week he'd be like do you still want that voicemail yes leave the rant on the voicemail it's not that hard i said that on your podcast that was it that was it that set him off oh, he's, he, look, he's sensitive well, I, don't want, I don't want to comment on randy because i don't want to upset oh you don't him. want to piss him off no yeah, I don't, I don't uh, but i always say like when randy and i were out there together and one of the producers complained to randy about me being mm-hmm. a bitch he's like you hired her to be the bitch i can't complain about he him being a curmudgeon that's fucking randy <laughs> i get it i'm never mad at it I wish you'd come back, but I'm never mad. All right. Well, Corinne, thank you again. So much fun. Thanks to our sponsor, La Crema. Yes. <laughs> if we yes. keep saying it, maybe it'll happen. We'll see you, uh, we'll see you when, when you do a podcast with Nicole. Yeah. If there's a... Are you going to throw up? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that idea made me want to vomit. <laughs> I, well, the reason why I would do something with her is because she is very non strategic shall we say mm-hmm. like yeah you, yes <laughs> yes i just feel like um i couldn't hold my own with you and steven but i could definitely handle her. they go too much into strategy and it's too much for our brains but oftentimes when i listen to you guys do your assessment i'm like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like i feel like i say the same in my head oh, we me and him yeah, yeah like i'm you like, I, I represent the people yes <laughs> yes you do <laughs> okay. you do all right okay well, great stuff corinne Thank you again. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys.